Zeus. Yo. Love that name, you know. Fuck me, fam. Good name, strong name. I need to change mine by Depot as well, fam. <laughs> get, rid, get rid of these traditional fucking names that our mother gave us. Like, why did my mum? Why is my middle name Martin, bro? Uh, maybe she like Ricky Martin. Nah, man. It's, it's, that's stupid, bro. Hey, Santon. Yay. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh, I'm waiting for the unlucky guy right now. Uh, how's my audio? Is it okay? Yep. Yeah, your audio is good, mate. £100 mic, that sounds like. £100 mic. <laughs> well, I've got to spend money to make money. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Retro, you can hear me? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, how are you? I'm good, bro. Yeah, I'm good. Just laying down. Yeah? Being lazy. Uh, Oh, that's cool. All right, um, Jam Master, just like what we spoke about, can you do the intro quickly? Can I do the intro? <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> no, man, you bring me this, on here. This is no, outsourcing this is... now. We like, didn't speak yeah. about it. He's lying. Right, you know he right, just Dan, made that up. Wait, wait. You know what, then? Dan, you do the intro, mate. Go on, mate. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Hello, and welcome to the Teddy Huddle, po- <laughs> Teddy Huddle <laughs> Podcast, uh, where we talk about anime and life and all its unexpected wonderful things and lots of weird topical questions that i'm never really quite sure about on a week-to-week basis (laughs) ends up on spotify and google play and all major podcast platforms uh yeah uh, like comment subscribe all that shit and uh yeah who's breathing on the mic like that is that james darth vader is darth vader Me? No. <laughs> uh, I can hear it as well. <laughs> uh, I was talking, so like... Uh, I know it's not Dan. I know it's like, I know it's James and his hard breathing. I know it is. I, I know, it's me I know and my hard breathing. breathing. I, I, I never knew I had that effect on men. Like, right, wow. Fear. I'm next Fear. to a window. If that, that makes it any better. Do you want me to move from the window? Hold on. It's okay. We're just <laughs> yanking me. Is that no, no, um, huh? I know. Thank you for that intro. The reason I wanted to bring you all on is because I have officially finished um, season well season three, part one of my podcast. So I thought I've interviewed all three of you. So I thought, why not just come back quickly and just talk about see like how we've been doing and like just see what we've been doing over the past year. You know what I mean? Like fresh games have come out for the PlayStation. I've done season one now of my podcast. I'm going into season two with new questions. So I will be calling you guys back for season three, part two. And that is it, you know? Are you doing this in like in arcs, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure then, where you have season three, like Stardust Crusaders, but you split it into two arcs then? I can't watch JoJo. I can't, I can't do it, mate. I can't do it. <laughs> I've tried many times. I just can't well, get over the... Huh? Did you get past? Oh, no, no, I was going to say. I was going to say. If we were going to be JoJo's, we have to like name ourselves after a band or something <laughs> and change the lettering slightly. That's, that's... Or name ourselves after like a food or something. Yeah, or something like... along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, kind of weird like that. So, Joe, so what would you call yourself after JoJo? Wig Billy. Ooh, <laughs> Dan. Oh man, you're putting me you're putting me on the spot. I just made that up by the way. Uh <laughs> I'd call myself uh Fettuccine 
Um, yeah, j- just um, Fettuccine Maximo. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That's good um, retro. Uh, I'll call myself widescreen. Okay, mine. Okay, mine. Halal pork. Um, yeah, I like that. That's so pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> You have to say it like that in yeah, proper English. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Um, I want to catch up with you guys. So, um, quick one. I had to bring this up because the last time we actually did, the last time we actually did this, we spoke about um, Next Gen. And I know mm-hmm. the Street Fighter beta has just recently come out. So, this yep. one's to questions mm-hmm. to you, Dan. Um, oh, yeah. How did the game look to you? What did you think? How did you... What did you feel about well, it? funny story i signed up on like three different email accounts i didn't oh, get shit. a code and then Fuck. my mate down the road got a code i said cancel whatever you've got going with your missus for the weekend like wow. kick her out send her <laughs> off to like her friends or something we're just we're gonna play so i went around for like several hours over like two days and mm. uh played a bunch of it actually and i can honestly say it's like um i think it's the most polished game capcom have like ever made uh, including like uh, and in terms of like what it's going to be like on day one like this was just a beta and like it just works everything works online is like brilliant we were playing against like one of my friends in like michigan in the middle of the states and it was perfect there was like no lag whatsoever uh the characters are all really fun the way they've redesigned them is like the best of like old school street fighter but like with some of the nice quality of life changes they did to like the moves and the way characters work in five um it's basically the good parts of five without all of the shit um and like some of the a lot of the, like the creative expression and custom combos and crazy stuff you could do in four and the older stuff like where you've got a lot more options so in terms of the gameplay it's like it's really fun the yeah. best stuff though uh, aside from the online and how the game actually <coughs> plays i think it's just like the battle hub and the lobby system and all of that stuff the character creator is fucking hilarious they've basically taken the character creator from the new monster hunter games so you can create your own avatar to just go around and troll people on arcade cabinets with random spinning bird kick emotes and shit. And you can just make, like, you can make the most like cursed looking monstrosities possible. Like it's it's brilliant. <laughs> I, okay. I, I, I honestly I really enjoyed it. I think it's so, uh, it's excellent. Okay, then. so um, Joel, I know you watched it as well. I know you're a big Tekken fan. What did you think of it? What 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 whatever you see. Joe, can you hear me? Hello. Can yeah, you hear me? I hear you. Nothing else. Retro. Retro. What did you think of it? Hello. Is he there? Retro. What yeah, did you think yeah. of it? What do I think of it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Joe. Well, I can't. I can't. I don't know what. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if you can hear him. Oh well. Um, yeah, it's um, similar along the lines of. Uh, what Dan said. I mean, I don't own a PS5 or a PC powerful enough to play it. So, unfortunately, I didn't go for the code. But from what I've seen and obviously all the research and stuff I do on it on beforehand, yeah, it looks like a far more advanced 
kind of collaboration of the last three Street Fighters. So mm-hmm. it has that kind of third strike feel with like the kind of interface and the music and kind of style. When you say, style, second, yeah. when, you say when you say third strike feel, what do you mean? Yeah. Third Basically it's it's got that kind of street kind of rap um kind yeah, of down to earth yeah kind of feel towards it which is what everybody loved about third strike that's what kind of made it stand out so much and then obviously it does have that kind of very detailed combos which street yeah. fighter 4 does have you know you can it's not it's not focused but it kind of basically is which is like the drive uh, cancel which the is basically catch, yeah, yeah which is that and then obviously it has that heavy weightness of five yeah and i feel as if all the characters kind of will play more like certain levels which is quite good because i feel ryu is more third strike he's very kind of powerful very strong very um very high impact as where i feel like Sorry to put in there. As somebody no. who actually played uh, Ryu and famously f- found Ryu like in a lot of Street Fighter games, I found him very vanilla and boring. The only mm. the only Ryu I really enjoyed playing was like Alpha Two Ryu. He feels mm. like um, a modern version of Alpha Two Ryu, like how they've okay. given him like the new moves and like the Hashigeki where he can charge his key and stuff to mm. get like the two hit fireball or the extra special move where like you can juggle them with the donkey kick set the hashigeki mm. off and it'll like juggle the midair then you can do like an uppercut into super and stuff he's got loads of ways to like extend combos and do yeah. flashy yeah. stuff which most reuse didn't have so yeah mm. continue so like, did you oh, so, so yeah. did you so when you so oh, i ask this question um dan you're next gen right now aren't you well, uh, I'm playing on uh, I'm playing on PC. Uh, I don't own a PS5 yet because honestly, there hasn't really been a reason for me to buy one now that they're porting all of the PS5 games to PC yeah, anyway. It's true. So, kind of mated. what? So, do you have an Xbox? Do you have the new uh, new gen Xbox? Uh, no, or, I don't. Or... I play I play literally everything on PC now, dude. Because all the Xbox stuff is on Game Pass for PC as yeah, well. There's true. no need for me to buy a console anymore. You know. Okay, that, that's fine. Yeah, because I was gonna ask you both. Um, with uh, with all the stuff that's going on anyway, I can understand why if G for I believe that would be good right now because of all the time that they've had, especially through COVID, they've had a lot of time to work on it. So if the game did initially come out, like when mm. like, like when you played it and it's not smooth, it would kind of really be like a kick in the face to everybody because you've had like a lot of time to like test it, test it, you know what I mean? And all this type of stuff. So I'm glad Dan, that you have gone into it and had a good experience. It wasn't like when we played... Um, Street Fighter 5 with all the lag and trying to like you know like even yeah Street Fighter 5 towards like, the first few years of it were like really rough before yeah, they actually yeah. like oh, ironed yeah. out and made it into like a properly oh, polished game yeah so with so with with the next gen yes yeah. Joe can you hear me mm-hmm you can hear me now yeah yeah okay then so with uh Street Fighter 5 I don't know if you watched any of the Street Fighter 5 what did you think of it so far Street Fighter 6 Street, yeah you know what I mean Fuck it, potato, potato. Um, this is the one that should have come out after Street Fighter 4. Number 5 yeah. was a complete waste of time. <laughs> Could not yeah. agree more. Yeah, um, no, this no, this one looks this one this one looks incredible. Uh it works. It's got characters in it. Um they've added enough features where it's, it's like spicy and interesting. Uh, even the graphics mm-hmm. are quite good compared to 
part five. So yeah, this is they fucked yeah. up with five. This is this is technically Street Fighter Five, but we just call it six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I definitely agree on that. I think yeah. Street Fighter yeah. Five was kind of the um, training wheels. I think they tried to go in a different light. Yeah. I think esports and everything was kind of coming into fruition. And I feel as if they focus too much on that and not on the actual kind of entertainment of the game itself. And I just don't think they were able to recover from it. And also, I think, I think yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm not a big fan of that whole custom whatever's going on there. That's it's a bit odd. Oh, the character creation stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, that's for the story mode, isn't it? So. Yeah. I mean, like that—that's just your player avatar that you're mm. you're gonna like go yeah, so around. Everyone's, everyone's like triple D Z bra size, and they got massive hands, and they got headphones hovering above. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, the, yeah, that's the fun on? of it, isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, it's no different than like the Tekken character customization. I would say it's completely Kuma different. You, you can't like, make you can't make frigging Kazumi have giant tits. <laughs> Mate, you haven't seen the PC mods. You definitely can. <laughs> so we've, so we've, yeah, so no, we've... I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so if, so the thing is, if you want the vanilla yeah. Street Fighter like just fighting experience, it's there. It's in the game. Yeah. You just sit down at a cab and play. You know, if you want to do all of the extra crazy shit and just have fun with that, it's optional. You know, like, mm. like I think that's so the we've... best thing is that they've made a game that caters to everyone essentially. Mm. Okay then. So with um, so with that then. So how much how much do you believe that this the character the cat you know the part when you make your own character? How yeah. much is that then even built into the game? So am I gonna have to use this customized character to play the game, or can I just play Street Fighter? Just playing is it, um, is the customized character is he the main story, and then you have to go through and like beat Bison, or can I just no 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 no, no and Ken and do the it's... same thing? No, basically what it is, the custom character is just kind of like a shell for a character that you like playing as. So mm. you could you could make a character and have Kimberly's moves, or you can make a character that has Ryu's moves. It's just basically, it's like an open world. You just travel around the city and you just do stuff. Like you meet Ryu and Ryu sets you challenges. You can you go along move. the street. Yeah, yeah you you fight people on the street you unlock secrets obviously like in the trailer you know you use the fireball to break stuff to get past it and basically they're just going to build on that they're just going to add in mini games obviously as the new dlc characters come in they'll provide more challenges like you know be try and get a perfect or you know little things like that just yeah. so it, it it's an opportunity for you to be outside of training mode to actually learn the game and enjoy it yeah do challenges to kind of get better at the game so you can take that on to the online okay that's 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 how i feel it's going i mean and that's the best way to do it i believe because yeah at the end of the day online is the end goal for a lot of people who play street fighter that is what keeps it going so yeah. having that kind of freedom for like you know average players, New players and, and everything. yeah exactly yeah. i think it's a great way for them to kind of go into it and then maybe travel onto online, but then they still know that there's a whole game there that they can enjoy. And I think that's what's been missing from Street Fighter most of the time. So, and, yeah. you know. so do you think they've taken the easy road out? I'll be honest with you, do you think they've taken the easy road out and not put a story mode in it because they can't figure out one to put in it for Street Fighter? To be honest, I don't think it's, I just don't think 
how can I say it? it's too difficult Street Fighter to make into a story mode now there hasn't been enough how can I say Street Fighter 5 was the first time that there was an actual genuine Street Fighter kind of story and there hasn't been one in 35 years mm-hmm. you know each character kind of has their own story and the characters you love you follow there, there isn't like an overarching you know in Street Fighter 2 this person won this in Street Fighter 3 this person won this it's kind of it's kind of just loose on you know if you like Ryu then you follow Ryu from Street Fighter 2 going on his journey and then obviously in Street Fighter like 4 for example you know you've got his battle with Akuma and becoming evil Ryu and then obviously 5 is in my opinion just a as they call it a made-up story i don't actually think it really yeah. exists and then obviously street fighter 6 is now where we use at that point where he's got past the darker though and he's trying to find peace in himself oh we don't know that yet <laughs> well no obviously but no, no but that's what i'm trying to do. say <laughs> but that's what i'm trying to say you know it, it's like you follow each character like chung yeah. she was started in interpol as a young girl who wanted to kill bison because of her father and then obviously as the story progresses she gets technically her revenge and then she moves on and retires and then becomes a, a, a teacher to young children yeah. and then so basically what the game is doing is then it doesn't have a story so it basically wants us to make up a story no it doesn't you know make, you, don't have to make no. a story. they should just reboot them is this just reboot it yeah you don't have to make up a story the thing That's is they, they rebooted street fighters "Quote unquote story with Street Fighter Four, though, that was essentially that was a retelling of Street Fighter Two, but with yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. Right. Like I'm, said, I'm, saying, I'm saying a re- reboot in terms of start from scratch and make it like Mortal Kombat in terms of storyline mm. properly. No, 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 no. I, I, I just genuinely don't think. Sorry, I just generally don't okay. think. Like I said, the characters that you love, you follow. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's like 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 you said, Jamboss. You love Tekken. The characters you love, you follow their story. Yes, obviously Tekken has a more coincided story because from day one, Tekken had always had that Kazuya Heiachi. And then, yeah, then the it became Kazuya and Jin. Wait, one second, all right, one second. Dan, I'm going to ask mm, you seriously. Mm. Dan, ask me mm. seriously, yes or no. And be honest with me. And, but just think of it as a logic point. If you were behind the street fighter, and I'm going to ask Joe, are you the same question? Dan, you answer it first. Mm. Is it laziness, Dan? that they've not really tried to put a story mode in this game is it laziness no it's not it's yeah, actually so. they, they have put a story mode in this game we couldn't play no, no, it I, in no, the beta no 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 i'm not talking about different. using your own character i'm talking mm-hmm. about sitting down and trying to figure out where the future path of this game is going do you know what i mean so making you you've been able to make when, a character, the character go around sword, like yeah, yeah, basically. Do you think? Do you think they're kind of being lazy with it? Uh, no, I think what they're doing is they're splitting up the game into like three very distinct parts that all play a different role. Uh, okay. Whereas, so like the the world tour story mode is the story of your character meeting all the people in Metro City and all of the um, the Street Fighter characters and learning from them, and it's your story, right? Yeah. The arcade mode, the traditional arcade mode where you play through each character's story is the story of that individual character. And that will more than likely have, you know, rival fights, cutscenes, that sort of thing. 
that we had that we had in the old Street Fighter games, and then the Battle Herbans, the multiplayer is an entirely separate thing, and that's the the long term lifespan of the game, right? So what they've done is they've they split it up so that there's like there's a piece for everyone for like the the people who want the character lore and to kind of understand where each each of their characters personal stories at mm-hmm. they can play through the arcade mode for their character and get that if they want to you know create a character explore metro city meet street fighter characters and make their own story they can do that in world tour mode and like earn rewards and stuff doing it if they just want to go online and play street fighter they can go to battle hub and do that so the idea there is like the you've got like you've got the new story mode with like the world tour stuff which introduces new players to like how the game works uh the kind of basic universe and the characters in it you've got the story mode in the arcade mode for each of the like original characters that you play through like traditionally old school um and then you've got multiplayer completely separate so like i said there's there's something for everyone yeah you know like it would be you i mean it's it's easy to kind of call it lazy and say like oh you know why didn't they just like you know completely revamp it rewrite all of the street fighter law go back to basics like like joel said with like uh you know mk9 they did that they completely restarted Mm. the mortal kombat law there's reasons for that because they 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 got bought out by somebody else warner brothers is yeah 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 that's the reason why they can do that yeah yeah capcom don't need to do that now like they've realized the mistakes they've made and they're just like hang on you know if we if we just split this up and we focus on all of uh, we focus on the diff all of the different things that people enjoy about street fighter and just Mm. let them choose the kind of experience they want it's easy it's easier and it's less of a gamble than trying to like take everything back to basics and retell a story that we've told like three or four times hundreds of four times so joel yeah. so what do you think yeah. of the two then i feel like they're doing too much um this whole way? open world it, the whole open world thing is just kind of like a distraction like from the game that they're actually trying to make i wanted to make the sickest game possible and fair enough they got the good fight they got the fighting down um, and that's what you really need, ultimately. But I would say, in order to remain competitive, you need to have a feature or something that sticks out. And I don't think open world is that. Why would you not have an open world in a fighting game? Is that, that that's just kind of silly to me. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's 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 why I say doing it in a more combat way, where it's big cinematics, good storyline yeah. is like the way forward. One second, one second. Yeah, just, but that's why oh. I asked you and Dan because because Dan had played it, and I know you're a big Tekken fan. I want to see the the verses for but for the two of you because Dan, I know you. You're more of a. I don't know if you really care about the story mode. I think you're more of like you want to see the game. You want to see the graphics. You want to see the the. In, it's the, there already. The, they already done it. No. Can I say can something? Say? Yeah. Um, my opinion on it is um, just uh, is. There's pluses and, and minuses towards it. I think, yes, obviously, Street Fighter does have a huge lore and they have the potential to make a fantastic story. They could, they could having Ryu as the main character and, you know, they could build such a huge world around it. Yes, they could. And, you know, it can be lazy because of the size of the lore. I understand that. But 
the thing is, and the, the, that wasn't discussed, was that for a casual person, a lot of things that a lot of things with these story modes that people talk about. Oh, they have to have a story mode. They have to have this. Say, for example, a casual player. He doesn't want to play as. I'm using, say, for example, Mortal Kombat. For example, he he enjoys playing as Johnny Cage, right?、Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to play as Liu Kang. He doesn't want to play as Katana. He doesn't want to play as Scorpion. He doesn't want to play as Sub Zero. He doesn't want to play as these people for two matches, and then move on. Wait. Oh. <laughs>、uh, Go on, Dan. It's 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 it says that、um, James is still connected.、Uh, it's yeah, probably, probably buffering that. No, but no. Look, the reason why I say Dan is because I've heard you, Dan. I'm honest with you. I've heard you speak about. You see when you you see when you're passionate about a game, right? The one thing you remember, I'm honest with you, it's like I, I I'll put it in wrestling terms. You don't remember the match. You remember the story. So yeah, I try to say to people all the time, a good story will always be there, and you will remember it forever. Everyone remembers Ryu beating Sagat, but I don't remember、yeah. the match that I had against you. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? That those matches filter out. You can become good at the game. But when what everybody remembers is the story, it's like the Tekken storyline. I know we keep bringing up Tekken and Mortal Kombat, but the reason why we, the reason why we keep bringing up Mortal Kombat and Tekken is because they have outstanding they story mode really well. They have outstanding stories, so that's why I asked you when you spoke to me about World Tour. That's why I asked you because I know you played it. When you asked me about World Tour, is the World Tour more like Alpha Three, like when you go in and you fight like in Bison, you travel the world and you do all these things? We honestly don't know yet because the world tour wasn't included in the beta.、It's, oh, it wasn't、uh, included. Oh, no, sorry, no, my, my world, tour, yeah. world tour and arcade mode were not included in the beta, but they've said what's going to be in them. Sorry,、um, I got kicked out, boys. Yeah, yeah no, 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 all right. No, I mean, I mean, me and Dan were saying.、Um, I, I was saying to Dan that、um, the reason why I, I I was calling it lazy basically was because、um, I'll put it in a wrestling term. You remember story when it comes to wrestling. You don't remember the matches. So, and we, I know we bring up Tekken and Mortal Kombat a lot. Yeah. You remember Tekken and and Mortal Kombat story. If I played you today on on、mm. or FIFA on a match, we don't、yeah. remember the match. We will always remember the story. So that's why I say, if you don't put a story mode in the game, it's、mm. just me and you playing matches. And then eventually the game will get boring, and then we'll have nothing to go on after when it comes to Street Fighter Six. Like we won't be able to talk about it because there's no story mode. We won't be able to say like, don't get me wrong, there'll be like、mm. little story mode,、um, like CGI、um, scenes, like Dan said. But then like,、yeah. what is there to bring you back to the game apart from the fighting? There's nothing there. There's nothing for me to. There's no. There's no law for me and you to talk about after that、like, in like ten years well, time. There, you know there I mean? is. I mean, there is. There's. If you look at the smaller details in the games, like of Street Fighter, there is huge law. All the characters are are connected in some shape or form. It do- doesn't matter how, like you know, if you actually put it out on, like, say, a not necessarily a family tree, but everyone is connected to someone in some way, and it's quite interesting on how the kind of stories progress. I just don't think Street Fighter has the. What my issue is is they don't do time well. That's always been my biggest issue with the、Capcom. passage of time. Yeah, yeah, like they don't do time well. 
Like they have characters from Alpha who are the same age as characters from Street Fighter Two, for example, or Third Strike, for example. It yeah. it baffles me. Like they they that's their problem and why they can't make a consistent story because they they would have to make stories that coincide with their particular points in time. Mm. Tekken, yeah. Mortal Kombat, for example, their stories progress from Tekken yeah. One to Tekken Seven. The story is I would agree progressed. with the Tekken one because we're still getting Kazuya and Jin and Hey actually fighting. No, 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 I'm not saying. No, well, no, especially no, since part seven, they said this is the last time it's gonna happen. Look oh yeah, Tekken no, eight trailer. But, but you have to. But you have to. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying shit. is, you have to admit though, the story has been consistent. It yeah. has been. Yeah. It has been the family, and obviously, you know, in Tekken two, for example, Jun Kazuya had a child, then she died. Then Tekken 3, and then obviously after Tekken 3, Kazuya went crazy and turned more devil. And then Tekken 4, at least the story has progressed. As where, for example, in Street Fighter 5, Rainbow Mika is the same age as Yurian. Not the same age, sorry, but is in the same world as Yurian. But that's not yeah. possible because, yeah. you know, Yurian wasn't even a thing back then. Mika would be at least in her 30s, 40s by the time mm. Yurian came around. Like mm. a lot of things that people don't realize is say, for example, Ryu in Alpha had a white headband. He didn't have a red headband. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He was given that by Ken. But, you know, Sakura was the actual original red band. She has a red band in Alpha. But like little things like that don't coincide. Reboot. You know, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Like, that's what I was saying to Dan like, and you and Joe. Like, who mm. who is actually sitting down and writing this, or are they under so much pressure to keep making these games? They're just like, oh, the law doesn't matter anymore. They don't care. They just make that shit up every time. Come on, man. It's, yeah. not, it's so I, obvious. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't think they care. To me, it's like um, it's a fighting game. Yeah, That's how I, they think. It's a fighting game. The story doesn't matter. If I have to compare it to something, it's kind of like um, Toriyama and Dragon Ball lore where it's all just fucking mishmashed and yeah, 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 yeah. together in a way where time doesn't hmm. really kind of make sense, but they manage to make it work regardless. Yeah, the you powers know, don't and, make any sense anymore. Yeah, the powers just, just yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it doesn't uh, make any sense. Well, that and the fact that, like, Goku still looks the same age as he has. He has He's an like, alien. He's an alien. Yeah, remember, um, Saiyans don't age as fast as humans do, so yeah. Yeah. that's why. And he same. died a couple of times, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to explain it, but but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but then do you see what I'm hmm. saying? Though you, you said something about Dragon Ball, I can explain it. When it comes to Street yeah, Fighter, yeah. we can't explain yeah. it. You can't explain yeah. it. Well, like you can, but like I said, the difference is is you like I'm not trying to say, but you don't know as much lore of Street Fighter than I do. Than than yeah. I do, for example. So in my head, like I said, I'm not necessarily saying. So I'm why why is why are you the same age then? Like for, the game's been like thirty years now. Mario isn't the same age. He's never he been looks the same age. He looks the same. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But then you don't remember Alpha. No, tell me then. Go on. Tell me why Ryu hasn't Alpha. aged the day. Well, no, in Alpha, he's uh, his youngest spawn. He's, he's in his 20s. Chun-Li is another perfect example. Chun-Li yeah. is something that I really want to build on because Chun-Li, for example, her design has changed over each Street Fighter. I don't know if you noticed that. But that's she like I older said, now. But no, but that's the thing. That she looks older now, but that's not what I said. You, you, that's that's what I'm trying to say. The little details is 
not that I'm saying you're not bothered to listen and look, but there is loads of story. It's just that the you have to kind of go out. Yeah, you have to go out of your way to look for it. If you're interested in it, then you'll look for it. You don't need to be visually shown it. You don't need it to be played out in front of you. If you enjoy, obviously, Street Fighter, like obviously, like I do, for example, I know the ins and outs. So for me, there is a story there from Alpha up until now. Most characters have a story, and you know, I'm, I'm, obviously, we don't have enough time, but I could go through each one. But like I said, yeah, I know, but I know, but then because I know, but, I know, but, isn't, I know, but then it. isn't that? I know, but then I know, but then isn't that? Isn't yeah, but isn't that? But then isn't that the problem though? Where yeah, every is, other game is doing, every other game is doing it in a sense where it's there and a story mode can be told so you can see it visually, you can see it properly and you can learn it. Where Street Fighter, you, you literally have to go into the background, open the case and then dig under the pillowcases and be like, oh yeah, here's mm. the story. Do you know but, what I mean? Yeah. But to be honest, that's think... how But that's how you learn things. No, I, I, but I mean, to, you're, you're, you're a hardcore fan. You can't really see it. Well, no, not this, these are These are for casual fans. Yeah, yeah for, for Cad, that's what I'm saying. But but that was the, the point of the discussion. For casual fans, obviously, the story won't make sense. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. You're telling them to reboot it for people who mm. don't make sense of the story. So what about all the people See, who make sense of the story? That's why they made a, yeah. a casual-friendly story mode that's completely separate from traditional Street Fighter mm. lore with World okay, Tour. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone starts yeah, on the same page. Right, and if you want to learn each individual character's story, like yeah. like Ryu's story, for example, you know, because this is the first Street Fighter game in the universe that's set after Third Strike. Yes. So it's it's the okay, late so, one on in the lore. So when was Street Fighter Five set then? Street, Street Fighter Five was set between four. Uh, it, it was it was, it set, was set between yeah, four was, and three. Four yeah, it was between four and three. Yeah, as, as I t- like I said to you before, yeah. in my opinion, it's a dream match. It, it, yeah. I think it's just, it was a collaboration of just characters that they loved from all different Street Fighters put together in three D yeah. for the first time. Yeah, I yeah. don't really. It obviously there is story there, but it to me it's just a tiny little bit that doesn't make any sense. You can't have Karen yeah. and Rainbow Mika and Urian and Alex <laughs> in the same story. Yeah, but if you think yeah. up with a good storyline, it doesn't really matter who's in it. It does, yeah. because like you said, obviously the progression of the characters is what's important. Like I, like I said, for Tekken, for example, you can't have, you know, say for example, Kazuya looking the same and as he was in one, as he's in seven. It just looked I would up. argue that no, he's a machine. He doesn't even have grey hair. He doesn't have a... He's mostly a machine, though, isn't he? He's not real. <laughs> no, he's like a clone or whatever. But yeah, also, exactly. he's a devil, so, you know, and they fight there, so... But look at Nina. Really, really is in his kind of like a window, to be fair. I mean, Nina's in her 50s, and she looks like she's not in her 50s because of the whole kind of being put on ice and... You know, she's the same age as Paul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like I said, it's just... And could you imagine them going to you, oh, in Tekken 8, we're just going to reboot all of it? I wouldn't mind because the storyline don't make no sense anyways. Really? Uh, yeah, it, a lot of it is too convoluted. It's too convoluted. Yeah, the the, the, okay. the, the Tekken lore is when you compare it to something like MK, like yeah, it's MK crap. is very it's shit. Yeah, it's well shit, yeah. 
right, the te- the yeah. Tekken lore, the Tekken lore is is deep, and there are definitely stories, but it is still a fucking mess. Like it's not great by by any means. Like there's enough for like fans of characters to follow and kind of understand where yeah. characters are at, but how it all fits together doesn't. It's not as cohesive as something like MK, which is designed specifically for all of the characters to interact in yeah. one big story and have like a real. Um, like you can you can sit there movie. on YouTube and w- watch the whole thing and be like, oh yeah, that was a sick movie. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. With, I mean, can't do that. With you, honestly, brilliant. I think that. Like, like I said, I, I agree with that. I definitely think that. Obviously, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and I've always said that. I think Mortal Kombat does have its, you know, its American movie roots inside its gaming. A hundred percent. And to that casual people, that's like a really yeah. sick feature. Of course it yeah. is. But would you play through it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like Street Fighter. The only reason why I don't play, sorry, no. I don't like Mortal Kombat because I don't really like the mechanics are, but at least yeah. I know what the fight the game's all about. But yeah. I'm saying, would you play as all the characters in the Mortal Kombat game and enjoy each one? Or would you just uh, play it so you could get to the next cutscene? Uh, well, you play, it yeah, depends, what, you play, I'm, play, it depends play, what I'm playing the game for. Yeah, if you when you play the storyline, you play as all the different characters as the story's happening. So, yeah. If yeah, you're invested saying, in the story, then you would play all the characters. Yeah, no, but like I said, you don't have a choice on that matter. But would you enjoy? Like I said, are you playing it because you want to play as as Total Kotal Khan, or are you doing yeah, it just to get good. to the next cut? Yeah, but, but if, if, if I'm if if I'm a hardcore fan, then I wouldn't really care in it. I'll just play online or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. That's the for the hardcore fan, for a casual fan. Yeah. I'm saying. Well, then that's I don't. The, it doesn't really. It wouldn't really bother me, in it. You're like, oh yeah, this is sick. What happens next? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not a casual I'm not, it's hard for me to answer that question no, yeah. but like I said but the thing is like I said you're putting up like I said against I'm not trying to like cause disagreement but you know you're saying for the casual audience of Street Fighter this yeah. is what they should do but then when I say oh for the casual audience for this it's like ah, oh, I don't mind it's like oh, yeah, but it's like surely you must understand there's people out there who don't want to play as all these characters yeah, they can they, play the like, online fighting mode or whatever. No, yeah, the they, they, it's not relevant. they still want to enjoy the mood. The, the, they still want to enjoy the, the the story mode. I know, but then, so is, yeah, is, is that what the arcade mode is for? Yeah, arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. But yeah, that's what I'm arcade. saying. But that's what Street Fighter has. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's there. It's there. That's what I'm saying. That's so them. You know, that's what I said. Maybe the story just doesn't work well for Street Fighter. But they have it does, man. It does, man. That Mortal Kombat, it, done it. Mortal Mortal Kombat and Injustice has shown everyone is possible. Of yeah. course it is. Oh, 100% it is. And like I said, I'm not denying that. And, and like also, I, said, I don't, know if, you, I don't definitely... know if you've ever played Devil May Cry 5. It's like amazing yeah. the way they told it. Yeah. So Capcom, Capcom can do it. Oh, yeah, no, Capcom, Capcom absolutely can do it. I just think that they've they've had to, they've had to prioritize a bunch of different things with... Uh, redesigning how they do Street Fighter because you've got to remember that like um, this this Street Fighter game is the first one since four where it's been kind of made by a completely different team. Um, like it's basically it's the the younger production staff that took over from um, Yoshinobu Ono, the, the like the the old school designer of classic Street Fighter. Um, and they've they've basically taken like everything they've learned you know what not to do 
and what they enjoyed about <laughs> release the half a game. game. Yeah, that's not hard to not yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the biggest the biggest problem with with five and like you say, releasing half a game was that there were there were two huge factors, right? Capcom and it was, was exclusive. Broke. Yeah, Capcom was broke at the time because they poured all of their money. Like they'd lost a lot of money on you know a few years of like really shit releases like Resident Evil Six and everything. All of the money they had left went into developing the RE engine and what would become Resident Evil Seven, which released in 2017, the year after Street Fighter Five. Um, so they were basically broke, and they were like, "We can't afford to actually finish developing this game. Uh, we have to go to Sony." And Sony said, "Okay." We'll give you the money, but you have to release it within the next year, and it has to be an exclusive for PlayStation. And they didn't have; they physically did not have the time to finish it. So they were basically landing a plane without, like, with like no wheels. one and a half wings and no wheels, right? And then they had to like build it as it was going down the runway, <laughs> which is just it is terrible. But at the end of the day, right, you know it. It was enough uh, for by 2018 when they'd actually managed to get the game to like, you know, a de- a decent enough state for Ono to be basically like, you know what, I've been doing this for 35 years, I'm out. Like, and honestly, as sad as that was, because he's a really nice guy, you know, uh, like, uh, it was the right time, you know, that. The team that have taken over now clearly know what they're doing with it. They know the strengths and weaknesses. They know what they should focus on and not what and and what not to waste time on and how best to get new players in. And yeah, you know, there's one way you can do it, like MK did, which was, you know, reboot the story, go the full cinematic route and like and revamp the some of the gameplay as well and everything. Mm. But that costs a lot of time and a lot of money and that you you have to recoup and unless you've got like a big backer like warner brothers you can't really do that so also not to mention the fact that mk as a series came after uh what what yeah it 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 learned from the classic arcade routes that like street fighter kind of set up in the first place because when street fighter started like the story wasn't really it wasn't really an important thing. It was something you played in the arcade. You went in, you put your coins in, and you beat people up. And there was like a, a few little interactions with sprites and characters kind of having like a brief little kind of like visual novel style still frame. Do these characters get laid at all? Um, what's going on yeah. with that? No. It's been 30 um, years. Re- <laughs> Ryu hasn't had socks in 35 years, mate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, apparently, apparently, apparently this one, he's wearing shoes. From what I can see from the he's picture, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's got but, um, sandals, but he still doesn't have socks, mate. I just had to point out, it, the, the, the actual <laughs> story isn't like over... Socks. The story isn't over 35 years. It's just been out for 35 years. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like Mortal Kombat isn't, hasn't been over 25 years. Mortal yeah. Kombat's happened in like five years in, in the campaign, mm. so to speak. It's it's probably been about technically fifteen years in the actual game itself. Mm. I honestly think though that it was the smart decision for them to say, you know what, if if new players want to like come in and kind of casually learn like how the game works, um, 
you know what characters moves do you know mm-hmm. what kind of universe this is yeah. they can just go in and play the casual world tour mode and kind mm-hmm. of earn rewards for doing it then if they take a liking to a particular character that they've met like say they travel you know they 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 travel to learn from blanca in the amazon and they really like blanca that's right? never going to happen then, then, oh, yeah, then, of course not <laughs> it's never going to happen for a lot of people no, right yeah, nobody, exactly. nobody likes blanca but no you know this is you know just me riffing on it right but if they say they decide that they really like blanca and they want to learn more about him then they can go and play the arcade mode and learn about his individual story then if they decide they like him even more than that and they want to kind of main him then they can move on to the battle hub and that mm. thing and they can learn to play like the character like online and all of the strategies and mm. stuff like that they've designed it very deliberately as like a clear progression for new players from like one mode to the next as you okay. get more and more competent right okay look, let me um, ask you a question you figure out what you know, character you like you know you know right um ken's costume it, am, yeah. I, am, oh, I, am i god Am I able to change that? Am I, am yes. I able to change that from the yeah. data? They, they will, you guarantee, mate, you know how many costumes fucking Chun-Li has in five that they added as DLC? They've already got the Am I able to change that disgusting, I don't know. He's what a bum, they, yeah. he's a bum. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they already have the classic the costumes law. in the game already. Oh, okay. now, but, right. I, I'm, they I'm already letting you know now, I would never wear that costume in my life. Yeah. I, I don't know what they did to my beloved Ken. I, I don't care about his, I don't care. He's a rich guy and uh, they turned my guy into He's on the run. He's on the run. Yeah, he's he? on the run from the law, man. Yeah. Right. You know, for selling all of those rip-off NFTs and shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so. Right. <laughs> so yeah, he's on the run. He's under decoy, isn't it? That's why he's wearing the, the building stuff and all that. He's on. He works. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Side. He's he's working in construction. But yeah, like mm. the way they're gonna do it, the way they've kind of always done it for most modern, uh, ever since four, is each default character or each character that comes out releases with a minimum of like two costumes. Right. Mm. Okay, you have the classic costume. Uh, and the 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 new like the new costume right yeah and then they add them they add extra ones over time which you can buy with like in-game currency and stuff which they actually did have this in the beta right and the fight money system in five if you remember rightly was shit like there was not enough to use it on everything costs way too much they've actually fixed that now like you can use it on stuff that's actually like fun and meaningful like your like avatar customization like different titles different uh fight card backgrounds different custom artwork you can change the custom artwork for like here comes a new challenger when someone challenges you to a match you can have like pixel art kimberly and like (laughs) tons of different stuff and you can buy this game now currency right yeah it's Right, it, it it's great. Like the level of customization, the stuff you can actually spend that shit on, and how much you actually earn per match is is good. It's really good, and that was just in a beta. That's before they add like all of the tons of extra stuff that's going to be in like the full release of the game. It actually rewards you for playing now, which is nice, okay. you know. That's good. Like, oh, okay. so, I see what I think it's very well done. Um, so, guys, what I want to do is I want to be able to sign very controversial. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going on in the world right now. She-Hulk. What do we think of She-Hulk? Oh dear lord! Oh, I don't know what you're asking me. You know I'm a huge fan of She-Hulk. You knew. Did I'm you watch the last one? Did everyone watch the last one? I, of course yeah. I watched it. I'm no. I, 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 I wish I didn't, but yeah, of course I did. 
Yeah. Who wants to get yourself cancelled? I'll go, I'll go first. I'll get cancelled first. Right. <laughs> I'd just like to clear up things, right? I've loved She-Hulk since I was a young kid, yeah? I've loved her. I played her in Marvel's Capcom 3. She was one of the best characters. Let me just go. They ruined her. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I don't know why they were thinking, but they shouldn't have been thinking. Simple as. I'm sorry. Where, the only thing that was good about it, that series, was the fact that near the end, they began to turn her into the actual She-Hulk. Which was that kind of breaking the fourth wall, having that yeah. kind of comedic timing, having that kind of attitude of, I am She-Hulk, deal with it. But the rest of it, which was just basically a middle-aged drama about someone else entirely that isn't She-Hulk, that, I don't know what that was about. Did you see Did you see? Did you see the commercial that, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if it's in the show, but she said, Oh, Hulk smashes walls. I smash something, something, and then she goes, "Oh yeah," and occasionally Matt Murdock. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Actually, it was mm. cringy. It was cringy. Don't get me wrong, but that's She-Hulk. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I liked about it. That was She-Hulk. I, I detest the thing. It, it, yeah, it was cringy as hell, but I like okay. that. Okay, about but what's this though? Okay, but what's this though? If Star Lord had gone, oh, we saved the planet. We fuck mm-hmm. this, and I also fuck Gamora. Yeah. Uh, mate, the whole show would be shut fucking down. It'd be like, of course he would. No, the, if the he did is... say that, no, no one would give a shit. Uh, do no. you know, I, I tend to Ooh, find no. uh, here's my here's my opinion. Here's You're my opinion. Crazy, the whole bro. thing before I, before I get kicked out again. Um, <laughs> I take a lot of um, uh, hardcore fans of Marvel stuff. They can't take a genre change. For example, this show is oh, a yeah. lot like um like a what's that? It's a Ray. What's that show? Insecure. It's more like a woman, a woman sitcom kind of whatever. We're just not really used to that. So when we get it, it's like, uh, what's going on here? So, um, I think the character is actually quite accurate to the comic book towards the end, like you said. But how do you expect her to start as She-Hulk and end as She-Hulk? She has to become She-Hulk. That's it. Now, now you see, the thing is, I don't necessarily think the whole drama of the of the thing is necessary, but I think the subject matter that they brought up about She-Hulk isn't She-Hulk. That's my, my 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 issue with it. She-Hulk going dating and... Yeah, I, she's I, a freak. She, her legs are open 24-7. That's law accurate. What's the problem here? No, like I said, you're trying to build a character, right? You, you may not... In this day and age, you may not get another season. You want to remember her for dating or do you want to remember her being a hero? I mean, she's a lawyer. I think the problem yeah, the problem is like I think James, you're like you're you're right in that like in this day and age with particularly a lot of shows that are put out, it's like you have to write with the fact that yeah, you know what, we may not get another season. Right? The problem is like I'm not sure that applies to She Hulk because she ties in to so to so many bigger characters in Marvel lore like Hulk for example you know uh, and you know the new Avengers and everything that like it's cut once you've produced a series you kind of have to commit to it and what I saw is like yeah you know like there are parts of it that are definitely not home runs there are parts of it that are definitely more the Jennifer Walters show uh, than She-Hulk right Mm. And they started to get it more towards like the second half of the the season when there were actual like real stakes and setups. My yeah. problem was that there were 
characters like Titania just didn't fucking do anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like that was that was kind of a, a, a letdown, right? Mm. That she was basically just there as window dressing to move the story along to like the next thing with like Emil Blonsky or you know somebody actually interesting or what, mm. right? Uh, and I think we're not gonna start seeing. You know, real character payoffs like you know collabs with Daredevil and with. I Cole. don't know how I feel about the show. By the way, I have very mixed feelings, but I feel like I, I, you I know, think, it was a weird it, one. It's like a, it's like a six or a seven. I think like I see the potential in it, but I don't think we're actually going to see like the real kind of like big Marvel payoffs until season two. Like, so do you when, think? So do you think Marvel is with Marvel doing this whole? comedian side of marvel now do you think it's working yeah. do you think it's just like okay okay then picture this who saw thor love and thunder no i did yeah it's the worst what marvel i've ever seen it's the worst one <laughs> it's not it's not marvel film man i hope, like, I hope even they never come the, back okay, i don't want to see okay, it ever again okay okay let's go around the table james what's the worst marvel film you've seen the worst marvel film i've ever seen oh jeez. Yeah. um God, blimey. Let's try and go back now. Okay, Jam. Okay, Jam. Probably what are you Black thinking, Widow. Jam? It's, it's Widow. Love and Thunder. Okay, no. that's fair. No. Okay, um, 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 Dan? For me, it, it's either Black Widow or, like, probably the second Thor film, The Dark World, which is. Do, just... do you remember Eternals? Just in case you Eternals exist. I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't seen Eternals. Yeah, mine was. Yeah, mine was. Mine was. Uh, uh, was it yeah Thor Love and Thunder and Eternals I don't even know why they even wasted their money Thor Love and Thunder to me when he went into when he went into that god place and he killed Zeus oh my I, I, I yeah, couldn't that believe that was pretty dumb that was pretty I was dumb. like yeah, what is know. going on like I said I haven't seen Eternals I've, I've heard it's atrocious Eternals is more boring than anything it's not like an, it's not right. a crime scene Thor Love and Thunder is a cr- mm. it's cr- it should be illegal to watch that <laughs> I kind of went with Captain America at the end of like of, of Endgame. I'm I'm done. It's time for me to hand it over now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done bad. now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, you, you people. I'm just going to yeah. pretend. Yeah. <laughs> you now we've got Shield. You know what? Joel mentioned something to me the other day and I forgot totally about it. In the end of Eternals, um, James, I know, I, know, I know you've not watched it before. I'm not going to watch there's it, a, so you can tell me. So there's a celestial, yeah. There's a celestial god in the ocean that dies. Magic. Mm. And Marvel have not mentioned it at all. It's like it's just yeah. disappeared. It's in the fucking ocean. A massive giant <laughs> celestial sticking out of the ocean. No one's even battered an island. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Think of something like as big as like Marvel Free Galactus, James. That just appears. Yeah. Even, bigger, even bigger. Even bigger. Even uh, bigger. And it's just like. Yeah, okay, we killed it. Uh, and now, Yeah, no big deal. Celestial uh, in the ocean. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think ever since Disney kind of got their hands on things, I think they've just, you know, I hate to kind of, I don't, I hope your podcast doesn't get cancelled. But yeah, no, I, I kind of think they've kind of, you know, threw things up in the air and brought out the shotgun and just mm. hope for the best. Well, yeah. I heard, I heard I mean, the other day. It's, I'm, I'm not going to slate it. I think Kevin Feige's like actually a really good producer and, and gets Marvel. It's just he's trying to spin so many fucking plates at once. Yeah, he's trying to make, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to make everybody happy. 
Yeah. No, do you know what he is? No, I, what I think he's done is he's brought out his best china at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now that they're in the, the dishwasher, he don't know what to yeah. do now. He's got like these broken down paper plates. No, well, he, he's now, see, now I discussed about this as well. I believe that when Kevin Feige took over, no one really gave a shit about Marvel. So all the Marvel yeah. stories were already in progression. So he had everything written out. He was in his office on his own with a couple of people and they were writing the films. It's only when they started to get bigger, that's when like, um, what's it called? Like LGBT came in, Black Lives Matter came in, all this mm-hmm. stuff started coming to him. And then someone said to him, oh no, but we're the representatives of this. You need to put this in and that in now and that in now. And he's just like, now he's got like one script and now he has to like rewrite the whole thing to put in this narrative that now someone has given him because... I remember I was talking to my mate the other day about the uh, the Miss Marvel show, yeah. and the guy was furious. And I was like, "Why are you so free?" He's like, "Oh, she's a Muslim, and, she, and she's not got a hijab on, and she's eating pork in the show." And I was like, "What? Where? <laughs> no, that ain't true. What <laughs> pork? She didn't eat fucking pork." And oh, also, would... not all female Muslims wear hijabs, right? Or do they yeah, eat pork also? No, what's that? <laughs> but, but, no, no. Well, the problem is now, though, and, and I understand where you're coming from now. The problem is now you can't yeah. make something without mm. thinking like how can i say when you used to write something or do something you did think of consequences of doing certain actions oh if this film is violent then you know that certain audience won't enjoy it if this has got sex in it that certain audience won't enjoy it but now it's been broken down even more now oh if we don't have this amount of people in it and we can't do this, if this isn't represented, then I'm going to lose this. Then if that isn't thingy, then I'm going to lose this. And then, you know, oh, if it's this, if it's violence against this, then I'm going to not get this audience. Oh, but if it's violence against this, then, you know, that's what's happened now. It's become so, there's so many things now you have to apply to things when it comes to writing stories and, you know, just advertising in general nowadays in, in the modern world. It just makes it impossible to write something that everybody will enjoy. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, but some of some of you don't just write whatever you want. You want the people who are interested will come. You of course, but, they, you just but the problem is something good. The problem is, is that they're so frightened. This is the problem. They, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but the only reason why yeah, but the only reason why you're frightened is because you can't be racist about it anymore. So you no. can't write a, a basically say like a Lord of the Rings story and yeah. basically say, Oh, everyone in your character sorry, everyone in your book is black and not yeah. oh, and not God. have other ethnic origins in, in your story. No, I'm just using Lord of the Rings as a I'm, I, 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 I know, I know but it's, it's another one. It's another one that's like frigging over with these fanboys. No, yeah, but, no, but no, but the reason yeah. why I'm saying that is, I think I know, but I think it's very, I think it's very, I think it's very. I'd say it's, it's ignorant to say that when you write a book, you're trying to say that uh, the reason when you write it and you have to write people in it, and so so you don't offend people. But those books, do, that do were you know what's annoying here? Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. not sorry to distract you, but this kind of yeah. happened with She-Hulk. You have to remember, like mm. she's like a female and she lives a different life than us men do. She's not going to go out yeah. and beat the shit out of people every day. And when you do get that male version of a female superhero you get someone like Captain Marvel who's one of the most bland boring characters you've ever seen where no, she no, actually has no, a character because, she actually does no, have a character because, yeah, but you can't say because a man but you can't say because a man wrote Ripley and Ripley is off a man's perspective and so how did she go into that role playing that role written by a man and she played it so well so why do we have a problem with 
She-Hulk and Miss Marvel, but then we don't have a problem no. with Ripley. See, the thing is, look, with the She-Hulk thing, right? And then, like I said, yes, I I love She-Hulk, and I'm not saying it, and I'm not I'm not a fanboy like that type of thing. I'm not going to stand there and defend it and say that it was atrocious of a show. But they done, in my opinion, they done She-Hulk backwards. What they should have done was the original She-Hulk, or just She-Hulk in general. She had the issue of not being able to change back. And what I think would have been better was for her to go through all those things as She-Hulk. So eventually she was able to turn herself back into being human again. Yeah. I think that would have been better. Her being thrown into this world of superheroes that she has no idea. And she has to learn to understand what it is to be human again was a great story. I, I said to I said to Teddy that they should have basically used issues from the movies and other series as court cases to kind of fill up gaps in between as she kind of learned about the world of superheroes around her and what she hasn't known about all this time. And then it yeah. would have given her a better opportunity for her to find out who her cousin really is. Yeah, I agree and, with that. I think the problem was what we were talking about is they're scared of doing certain things. Right, this is much more subtle, but nonetheless, it's it's a scare thing for writers. Is that yeah. I think they were afraid to approach it like that because they'd done a similar arc with Bruce Banner, um, where it was it was like you know at, at the beginning he's just like a beast who's you know untamed uncontrollable and Hulk desperately take. wants to Hulk reclaim is, Hulk is a shit character he's one, he's one of the right. worst characters oh yeah no but that's what I'm saying that was the perfect <laughs> opportunity for to have that illusion they didn't like, want to she... do it again with a similar character and have it be oh they're just telling the same story like, no, I think that was is... what they were overly conscious of really no, yeah, no, I think that's why She-Hulk turned out the way it was to be fair that's what I'm saying but She-Hulk she is that's, that would be the big surprise She-Hulk is able to be a normal person that's the thing that was the whole catch of it she she wasn't that Hulk smash crazy person so it would have been just good to have a perspective of someone trying yeah. to of trying to push away from that stigma and to show that obviously I'm a good person regardless but mm. obviously I have that jokes and that fourth wall breaking you know, having that kind of attitude of, you know, dealing with court cases, with issues with other characters and having that perspective of the audience. Yeah. You know, like talking about their films. She wasn't in their film, but she's breaking the fourth wall because you watching it know about that film. Do you know, little things like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I totally am on board with you. I think what one of the, the other real problems that kind of ties into that is the fact that like marvel and the way that it's written now it is like you know you see it at comic-con every year right where they they have this huge fucking roadmap of all of this stuff and there's mm. deadlines and when all of this stuff is coming out so they've yeah, got true. to set these characters up and be in a specific place in their story to coincide for when this film comes out where they all team up and shit like that they don't have the luxury of taking their time like they did in the first <laughs> 10 years anymore they've kind of they've set themselves an almost impossible goal now and they spread themselves a bit too thin and that's why you see that this kind of like really up and down quality with them and it's the same it, 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 i think it's the same similar to a certain extent with like 
Disney's ownership of Star Wars, right? It's only really when mm. they they say to oh, someone, God. "Oh, you know, just don't get me excited." Why did you have yeah. to? Oh God! No, we're not going to go into it. We're trigger not going to go into it. No, right? no. Why did you trigger me? No, no, you triggered me now. Trigger me now. No, no, you triggered me. I got triggered as well. I got triggered. I got triggered. I don't even like Star Wars like that. I got triggered. No, no, I'm not a huge fan, so I just enjoy listening. It cracks me up. Go on, Dan. So you're going to say, "Go on, Dan." Uh, I, I was going to say is that when you, is that what you're going to say when you when you start setting all of these big roadmaps right and you're like we want to expand this universe and we want to do it by this exact time because we want to do a film of this where we bring the characters together and kind of like expand the law and start a new arc and like everything has to be continuous there's no there's no definitive end in sight right because there's a machine behind it that wants to print money rather kevin. than the kind of the heart and soul well no kevin's just the guy they've brought in to make it happen right he's, he's a <laughs> workaholic right but like it, it's more to do with like executive level decisions oh we need to make money from this over the next like 10 20 plus years you have to spread yourself really thin and you see those massive like peaks and troughs in quality right like you know you have certain characters come in and it's a smash hit and it does really well and it's like we talked about like you know how like um cultural appropriation in films and representation and stuff and like when they brought black panther in that was a massive hit because nothing had ever been done like it before in the mcu and it was done you know it was done tastefully there was really good you know art and cultural design the music was fantastic everything just kind of worked right right uh, but then they're like oh okay right you know we need to we need to kind of lean into this route uh, about making you know marvel culturally accessible to everyone so we should have we should have representation on every single new thing that we do right uh, where whereas i think what you really need to do is find a way to like organically fit it into existing material and rewrite it in an interesting way that fits in the bigger picture better and not rush it so much because if you rush it to hit deadlines and to you know to, to be able to fit them into films in like one or two years time or something then you inevitably end up making some poor decisions and i i i think it comes down to less about the creative choices and more down to like how the mcu and how they actually make stuff is managed like give the writers time to like really go over all of the source material everything that's been done so far where they can potentially take the the character what they can do you know what get some get some good feedback and because at the minute like it feels like you say they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks right yeah. and occasionally you get something that sticks and occasionally it, it just makes a fucking mess right yeah. it's a big 50 50 factory at the minute with with disney at the end of the day but you know that's ultimately you know when you buy into a big franchise like that like you kind of like you have to the way i look at it now is like and it's the same with star wars which i won't go into is i take each, i take each thing as it comes right if i enjoy it i enjoy it and i'll talk about it if i don't 
I'll be like, yeah, you know, it it wasn't really that good. It wasn't my cup of tea. But I'm not going to start World War Three on the internet about it because I'm not a fucking baby. No, right? no, I no. understand. But I, I get you with that because when I watched, uh, I watched the Mandalorian. I'm going to Star Wars. I watched the Mandalorian. I was fine. Mm. And then I watched uh, Boba Fett, and I was thinking, okay, this isn't really the show that I thought it would be. I was like, you, I didn't yeah. get mad. I didn't do nothing. And then I watched Kenobi as well, and I thought. Oof wow like this wasn't really that good like and i was shocked that it was i was shocked that it wasn't good the parts yeah. with him fighting uh vader was yeah. absolutely brilliant but then in my head because i've read i've listened and I, I know so much lore about it the fight between kenobi and um, vader could have been much better but now i'm watching um andor and i'm watching the, and i'm what yeah and i'm watching the 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 um the politic side and the whole terrorism side of um, Star Wars, and I'm loving it. And I'm realizing now, I'm more the detached. Of stuff, yeah, 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 I'm more detached from the Jedi side of things now. I like more of the politics side. I like the Palpatine yeah. side more of Star Wars than I do the Jedi side. And I don't oh. know why it's because I think. It's because oh, so you, might, you, might, you must like that Ray turned into a Palpatine idea, and that must really intrigue you in terms of the law. Oh, cheers, Lord, man. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna allow you to trigger me. I'm not gonna allow what? you to do that. You said I, you like the power no, right. All, right. I, All I'm saying what is what he means is that he, en- he he enjoys like the like the, the broader like the kind of like, the broader goings on of the Star Wars universe. Do you know what I like? I like orange lightsabers. Like, yeah. No, no, no. All I'm saying is, yeah, when it comes down to this whole, you know, what we're doing now with, you know, uh, progression and all this kind of stuff, right? You, what you just need to understand is, is that they just need to make great characters. It doesn't matter where they're from, who they are, what culture, what background, what it does, though, James. It does it matter. Should I tell you why? Okay, let it me tell doesn't. you why it matters. Let me tell you why, why it matters. This is going to come straight from the heart. Okay. Okay. When we write books, right? Yes. Whatever, whatever your environment in, whatever you think like. When I write a book, yes. if I'm writing a book yes. today, and I'm going to be honest with you, every character in my story is normally yes. black. Every yes. single one. When Stanley Rick Marvel, to him, every color was white up to a point where he needed a superhero from Africa. So he was like, okay then, that guy is called Black Panther. Because of the civil yeah. rights movement and the Black Panthers, that's yeah, why course. he wrote them. He wrote Storm with everybody the else. Thing is, right, actually, actually, you're, you're kind of incorrect there. Because okay, like okay. he was notoriously liberal for a really long time. No, 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 before, no, 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 was a thing right the original thing that like kind of kick-started marvel's movement in towards like telling diverse stories was telling it through metaphors back when you it wasn't considered like pc to put uh so this was before black panther to put you know to have like a headline you know main black character they didn't think you know back in the day were oh you know it wouldn't sell comics and all of that shit, right like he eventually he eased them into it by saying right i'm going to create this series called x-men and x-men is going to be my metaphor for the struggle for civil rights right okay. and uh, yeah. I know, but everybody knows that okay okay but everybody knows that then no but no, yeah, no, i know but, but, okay, i know but, what okay, you're trying dan, to say okay okay but uh, dan think about okay but th- think about this thing then you've made a story about the civil rights movement right but yeah. professor xavier 
and Pema- uh, Magneto are white. Everyone, Patsy and the X Men are white or alien. No, 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 I, I get what you're coming from, right? As, yeah, as, as, an, saying, yeah. as someone who's making their own content and everything, right? Like, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about like like you here and everything. When you write from your perspective or whatever, you know, of course you're you're gonna see like you're gonna see in in your mind you you tell everybody tells stories and creates characters through something in their own life experience right yeah, of course it's something that they can attach it to you your life experience has been growing up as a black man in an urban environment where you know in it, sometimes i would expect I well, I thought you were a lifelong Londoner, so like right. I didn't even know that he was black. This is Marvel's what if Eddie was right. uh, uh, But like, yeah, I mean, like everybody, like they have their own inner voice. They draw from their own experience, and you only really have one set life experience. So yeah, of course, like you're going to envision the way you would write a character from the perspective of of someone who's grown up as a black person right mm. uh, and the way you would like associate things in conversation differently or like cultural differences that mm. may not bridge a gap or like jokes that may not land and everything that sort of thing right <laughs> and somebody who's white or asian is going to have their own completely different version of that i don't think that's a bad thing when it comes to like actually like getting new directors and new writers on things i actually think that's a good thing but like you say, when you've got, you know, like decades of existing law, you've got to find interesting ways to organically fit it in without fucking up everything that's been set up for like yeah, decades. Well said. Well, that's, yes, that's, that's true. It's like, well imagine said. you, well said, like, you said, like you said, I'll give you, you a flowers you write, <laughs> you write in your settings, you write with your background and stuff like that. So imagine a whole group of hundreds and hundreds of people coming up to you and going, oh no. You can't have that character. That character needs to be this. That character needs to be this. Oh, this character it needs to be this. Oh yeah, but yeah, I, I know I know you really enjoy your story, but this character needs to be this. That character needs no, to no, be no, this. No, 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 no. But that's but the problem is though, what you're saying to me, I understand what you're saying to me, but that's not happening. You can't have you you can't the 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 history behind the character that somebody is writing, that somebody else is writing, has to be right to uh, now in 2022. Disney cannot write. Well, I can't say because Wakanda is a fake place, but they can't yeah. have African law and then be like, oh, um, say there's something from another country, from like Australia in Wakanda, because people will look at that and be like, but well, that wouldn't be there. But then if the guy has written it and said, oh, that will be there, then it has to be there because he's written it. And it's like, no, but that wouldn't be in the country at the time. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I get that. But what what I'm trying to say is, what is stopping someone from doing that? What do you mean? Like, for example, maybe they didn't say, you know, Black Panther 4 or something like that. Maybe they go, oh, yeah, there wasn't. There was a there was an Australian or there was a Aborigine or a white tribe on the outskirts. Because, or, you know, because you know, you, because, you know why that is. It's because right. it's you're not you're you're what you're trying to say is because he's written it. it that means that, you, that means it has to be in the show. It has to be there because that's what the law is. And because it's an Australian person in Wakanda, Wakanda tells you there was Wakanda is hidden. Wakanda is hidden from the outside world. 
why would there be, so sorry, why would there be a white person in Wakanda at that time? That wouldn't make any sense. No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying it along those lines. I'm just saying, what is stopping someone from doing that? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. When it comes to writing and stuff like that, what is yeah. stopping someone from coming up and saying, "Oh, this needs to change"? But there was a secret yeah. Australian. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like yeah. I said, like I said, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Otherwise, if you don't change it, it doesn't get made. It yeah, doesn't yeah, get yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That, that's why Marvel is quite rightly now. I think like they've kind of realised, particularly with like the universe they set up, they've kind of limited themselves in the stories they can tell, and they're leaning more and more into connecting the whole multiverse thing into yeah. it, yeah. so they can tell those different stories so with familiar characters. Yeah, when you've got a gun to your head, well, not necessarily a gun, but when you've got like this must be done. Otherwise, this does not get made. Yeah. You have to do, you, you've got no choice. Yeah. And then that, obviously, that was, oh, yeah. the story you loved and you wrote and had your, like you said, your background, it has to change. Otherwise, it doesn't get made. Yeah, but yeah. then, yeah, but then, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but if I'm writing it, yeah, but if I'm writing it wrong, a person like me, I would say thank you for telling me that I've written it wrong. Change it. That's what I would say. I would say change it. But what's the like point? Said, what's the point? No, okay. say, say for example the whole the whole point yeah. of your character, your main character. They yeah, went okay, so no, we want to change that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but that wouldn't happen. Of course it would. No, 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 no. This is why. This is why I, I realize. I realize. Actually, this is why. This is why. Yeah, this is why me and you always think differently. If I've written, if I've written about a white yeah. person, or uh, no, let's say an Aborigine. And yeah. I write something that is wrong about him, and an Aboriginal person comes up to me and says to me, um, "Mate, I know the way you've written this is from your interpretation, but this is what it really, this is what it really is." I, I should be the bigger person and understand that what I've written is wrong. I should be able to say to him, "You know what, mate? It's true. Change it." I don't see the difference of why you shouldn't tell me to change it. No one's going to come up to me if I've written a made-up character and he's blue, and then you say to me. Oh no! And then the person comes and says to me, "Oh no, you need to change that. Why do I need to change it? If you don't know anything about this character from an alien planet, why should I have to change it? Then you're yeah, only going on the basis of it being white and black. You know, being not. the person not. of being of being of being like an alien or something like that. No, 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 no. I'm not doing it on the basis of any color. I'm not doing it on the basis of any color. You said to me just now, if an Aborigine yeah. person came up to you and said something, yes, I understand. They're in that cultural background because the yeah. character still stays Aboriginal. But at the end of yeah. the day, he's not the one giving you the millions and millions of pounds of money to make the series. If the guy comes yeah. up to you who has the money, mm -hmm. doesn't matter what color he is, doesn't matter where he's from, what he does, yeah. where he is, what his culture. Yeah. If he says you need to change that character because I yeah. said so, yeah, what are you going to change your, the character, the story? I'm that not going to change wrote, it. No, I wouldn't. Me, it me depends on your integrity as a no, person. That's what I'm saying. But that's I wouldn't why. change it. Why would no, I change it though? No, but the, the 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 reason why you would change it isn't what I'm saying. The, 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 what I'm trying to say is is that's why things are so diluted nowadays. Yeah, that's why what there's happens. so much. You have to do this. You have to do that. You okay, to, then, okay, because then, it has to fit a quota. Okay, it doesn't matter so about colour, it doesn't matter yeah. about race or anything at all. If they say to you, we're not going to give you that £10 million if you don't change that character. So the, what you worked so hard for all your mm -hmm. life to get out, you're now being told, if you don't add this in, 
you will mm. never ever ever see all your 30 years you of go to another work. studio then hang on so mm. why so one second so why do you then okay then so let me get this right then so yes. you're trying to say to me right now that people are, f- are falling to peer pressure because of money to change their characters yes what studios 100%. are these all of it them. happens all the time everywhere all of dude. the studios are you crazy bro, bro, you, won't, you won't believe how many scripts get completely rewritten within we got a black spider-man for christ's sakes your favorite character yeah i should answer that question no, no, so, no. Wait, so, wait, so are you trying to tell me that someone walked up to stan lee and was like to him Oh, if you don't make a black Spider-Man, we're never gonna, we're never gonna no, do this. No. They'll come, they'll no, no, come no, no, across no. like this. You know, it'd be really popular if we made Spider-Man black. We no, get yeah, all the black. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. You're talking as if like, you know, some guy from 2022 went up to Stan Lee back then. No, no, no he, he, saying, he, I know, he, I know, but, I know. Yeah, ignore that. We know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Basically, yeah. I, what get what I'm saying to, I get what you're saying. No, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, is that there is so much more now. The, the stories and the stuff that you would love to tell and the way things are obviously I don't know script writers so I can't yeah, stand yeah. there and say oh yeah this studio this studio but I guarantee hundreds and hundreds of films that you've watched that everybody mm. loves and watched was not the same way before executives producers oh, yeah. people who own shareholders why do you think games are, are, are imploding on itself because shareholders mm. are telling these people if you don't add this in your game yeah. don't get made and it yeah. happens with films, but it just doesn't yeah, happen on the scale for that a long, yeah. long time. It does just like, it doesn't happen on the scale that you see it. I, love I mean, it. It there are some, about there's some crazy stories about stuff not things things that are now main like to bring up Star Wars just one more time, but good Star Wars. <laughs> right? like, the original Star Wars. Right? He loves, he loves it, the trigger points. All right, the original Star Wars would never have been made except for one key business decision right like mm. all of the the studio that was involved in first bringing it out you know the 20th century fox or whatever like they thought like george lucas had done a couple of like successful indie films beforehand uh, and he was kind of like hot stuff but they wouldn't trust him with anything big you know he wasn't francis ford coppola who made the godfather and everything right he wanted to make this silly sci-fi epic you know and cast a couple of like older famous actors who are at like the end of their career in like alec guinness or whatever who basically said oh i'm only going to do it for the money right and like the only reason star wars actually got made was george lucas had to physically sign off on saying that okay i forfeit all of the rights to the profit from you know ticket sales uh, and like everything that normally you know the money that gets made box office right all of the box office sales and and everything and advertising or whatever like i don't get any of that money you the studio keep all of the money he's like but i get to keep the star wars trademark and the merchandise rights to all the toys Mm. right and then when it exploded he had the trademark to the actual series and they begged him to come back right Uh, and he got to make whatever he wanted after that and and but that's because he made a massive massive gamble right and that's that's one 
that that's just one story and that was back in the 70s and but now like you know you're you're changing like they're having you're having to make like i've i've met and talked to a lot of writers right like some of them some some of them have uh, have written you know like films many of them have like written tv and stuff like i, I read I, I met these people like through uni and stuff like doing talks and lectures and stuff and the amount of rewrites you have to go through before it's approved by like the bbc or itv or channel four or you know whoever is the, the big money behind it right like like the amount of rewrites you have to do in order to cater to the like the particular time it's going to air is it before or after the watershed what can it can't or can't it show what's its target audience you know what kind of characters can or can't we have how many stereotypes can we use you know to for a plot point or at what point is it just over the top and bullshit and we can't really do that like mm-hmm. even if a stereotype character in it is used in a successful and kind of meaningful way and may have like a redeeming arc at the end of their story right and become somebody completely different like there's there's a lot of instances where like executives and the people with the money will just step in and say no you can't do that because if we piss too many people off in the first two or three episodes where they're kind of like one dimensional or something you know then like we're not gonna we're not gonna give you a series two or we're not gonna give you a second film and it's bullshit but that's the the business part of making these creative things happen is what Mm. hamstrings it that's why when i when i look at like you know marvel and stuff i don't blame kevin feige and the writers and everything for for their decision they're making their decision based on time and budget and they've got to fit it into this big expanded bullshit thing that like the the machine is setting out for them where they have to achieve targets by this time and they have to rush it and they're not going to hit home runs it's just not it's not going to happen occasionally you'll have smash hits and then occasionally you'll have something bad but very quickly before i like start going off on any sort of tangents we started with what did you think of for love and thunder i think it's bad but i think parts of it are so bad that it's actually funny um, and I think my main wow. problem, my main problem with it, is that they've clearly given Taika Waititi too much money yeah, when he's really just. Well, <laughs> yeah, should have never um, hired him. He, well, hired he's him. just he, what he is, right? He's a he's a quirky indie comedy director, right? Yeah. Who should stick to what he's good at, yeah. right? When you give him mega budget and stuff like he hasn't really had the experience of telling Mm -hmm. big broad stories with established characters what he is strong at is coming up with his own little quirky characters and telling their individual stories right what he's not good at is adapting existing characters with big expanded stories and then kind of like force feeding funny into it like it doesn't work you know did ragnarok need the jokes and the kind of change of pace that it did i think it i think it did we needed a light heart a more light-hearted more uh, you know a, a classic adventure silly film than uh like 
four, one, and two, because two was fucking terrible, right? And, and one was just a bit boring. Well, but no. when you try and do the same thing and just crank the knob up and rip it off, it's just, yeah. it's stupid. The best yeah. part about four, love and thunder was Christian Bale, and he was hardly in it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's See, all I'm The thing is, on, on the, the um, to, to talk about, like, obviously Thor in general, I think the reason why Ragnarok was so well received was because Thor was no not being funny or nothing, but Thor wasn't really an essential character when it yeah. come to Marvel. You know, Captain America and Iron Man, they were the main guys. You know? And that's why Hulk never really had any films. Cause uh, Thor was just lucky enough to have one because the first four was successful. And I think the second one made it so bad. And then obviously the third one came out and I don't think it's necessarily him as the director. I think anything that would have come out possibly would have made Thor look nine times better than the Dark World. But yeah. I just like think I, say, I, mean, I, do, I think I think Chris Hemsworth is so good mm. publicly. I think mm. they just keep giving him films. I think he's so good on the mic, off the mic, social media, him's muscles, him oh, being yeah. a pretty boy. He's the new Brad Pitt and people love him for it and they were just like oh what do you want to do oh four six take it you can do what you want because no, we know I, I don't think get he's it over the regardless. problem with four i don't think he's the problem it's the, the writing no, team in the direction. yeah yeah here's the writing Look, he's yes, actually a good actor like he's been in other he's stuff decent. that is he's genuinely decent. good like i said right. yeah the director he knows like i said my perfect kind of catchphrase for that guy is right he knows how to direct but he's not a director <laughs> that's the perfect example he's he's an indie filmmaker yeah he knows how to direct is. you and tell you what to do but he doesn't know how to put it into a film he doesn't know how to direct a film and I think with you that budget like for me? do you know who it was like it was like giving Sa- Sasha you know Borat it was like yeah. giving him a, a Marvel film basically and that's what I'm saying oh, Sasha Baron Cohen actually does know how to direct though so that might no, have been I know <laughs> but it's like giving him a Marvel film it's like giving yeah, him yeah. A, a Marvel film basically no that's but it's like means. no it's like giving the character that he plays Borat perfect example yeah, yeah. he knows how oh, to point yeah. a camera and tell you what to do but he physically doesn't know what he's doing yeah, everything's funny. Yeah, everything's just... He's just going along with everything. Oh, yeah, we'll add that in. Because mm-hmm. apparently it was originally like three, four hours long. Because he just yeah. kept adding shit, putting this in, putting that in. And then it got to the point where was like someone had to take over and was like, bro, we need to cut this down. Well, like, honestly, to- the only the only part of it that, like... It was it, it was bad and some of the jokes, like, did make me laugh a little bit. But, like... The only part of it I thought that was like truly offensive, which unfortunately was a major part of the film and actually a major part of Mighty Thor's arc, is how they handled the cancer thing. It was fucking terrible. It was so bad. Like it just felt. It was terrible, right? It was. I I, I couldn't believe the way they handled cancer. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it neither. Who died of cancer? Handled cancer with Thor's hammer. Oh man! Oh Oh, shut up! Shut up! Oh mate, oh, you haven't seen it, have you? Oh, oh I'm, don't worry, I'm never gonna see it now, especially yeah, it's, with that it's, now. It's, 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 Jane, it's Jane Foster's arc as Mighty Four, where she gains her power through desperation and reaching out to Mjolnir because Mjolnir was like Thor made a promise that it would sweat that uh, the that the hammer would always protect her, even when it was broken. 
and it magically binds itself to her and gives her mighty four powers but every time she uses it even though she's on chemotherapy because she's dying it's draining her life force it's draining her human life force to use it so she's progressively even though she's got this amazing power while she uses it that's not when true. she stops using it, she when gets she more picks up the hammer, when she picks up the hammer, it gets rid of the uh, radiation therapy from her body because uh, Asgardian magic. Completely oh yeah, 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 toxic. yeah. It purifies your spirit and everything, right? But yeah, like, yeah. It, it basically it ends up making her more sick because of yeah, that. Because it yeah, stops yeah. her body fighting. But, that's, but that, that's what happens in the comics, yeah. anyway. So quite yeah. nonsense. I'm sorry, nonsense. That's what bro. And I, I, I would say that Lady Four in the comic books was better than the Four. She was pretty good. Yeah, Lady Four in the comic books is actually really good. The Mighty Four arc is not being funny. Any probably any good. character in the comic books were probably a lot better than what Fluff's coming out right now. Yeah, yeah. The problem is they tried they tried to rush a, a, and make a light-hearted film around an extremely serious plot. You know, a god-killing villain yeah, with the Necro yeah, yeah. Sword who's destroying divine beings. You know, Zeus who doesn't give a shit and just wants to like have orgies. <laughs> Uh, and fucking like and Jane Foster You're who's literally though. dying that film. and trying to avoid all her problems by bit by like using god powers right and it just they try to cram it all into like a two hour movie and it just doesn't work it fails epically it falls on its face like it, it's just like visually it's an impressive film it's extremely good looking the effects are great I but don't agree. The, I don't agree. The, 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 story, the story kind of falls apart. Okay, yeah, there are some, there are some effects in it that are a bit. I, bad. I think his yeah. costume it looks but, like a fucking toy. It looks so terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 for, the, the new four costume is a bit like yeah. a bit plasticky. I'll give you that. But you can tell where they really spent the money on like the big VFX parts and the vistas, like the whole part in like the the uh, the shadow realm. Or whatever yeah, like, that looks fucking incredible like the way that's shot and everything like visually it's 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 for the most part it's pretty good right but like yeah like it just completely falls apart at the seams on the storytelling because they the, the the tone is all over the place they're trying to tell a serious story and a light-hearted story at the same time uh, and they completely gloss over like really serious like important comic book arcs and just try and jam it all into one film and it yeah, fucks it up like i'm sure they had fun making it like, i'm sure it was a fucking blast making it but it's a if you got 20 minutes i would enjoy it too it's 20 million, million. Oh, i wouldn't say yeah. 20 million bro i would say probably about 250 million probably got Hello, that. Like, 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 in wages Oh wages. yeah, yeah, yeah. In wages, definitely. But like when, it's surprisingly, it's not the worst film I've seen this year. <laughs> what's the worst what? film you've seen? What's worse than that? Jurassic World Dominion. Oh my shit! Oh, oh, I didn't even try. God. I didn't even bother with those films. Neither did I. Hey, you I was just drunk you triggered me again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you triggered me again, mate. You triggered me. And right about, I paid my money to go watch that. I, I didn't use that anything. Well, fucking well. watch it, mate. I I'm just sorry. Me and my mate were pissed. <laughs> no, like I said, I'm sorry. When it comes down to cinema and acting and actors now, like it. I mean, COVID just it just fucked things up, man. No, yeah, no, no, it, no, James. No, no. Retro, retro. No. Believe me. There's retro. There is. There's bullshit, and there's 
when you're watching the film, you're thinking to yourself, but you didn't need to go there. Or, or like when the car crashes and it ends up done, like, you know, when it ends up right by the tree where, like, yeah. like where his girlfriend is. Yeah. And you're just like, hold on a second. You've been driving for miles. You don't know where they are. You crash off a cliff and you end up exactly right by their feet. And you're just thinking, what is going on? And they don't even need to go, really, they don't even really need to go to Jurassic World. They don't need to go there, but they keep some reason why getting on the plane and expecting there to be ponies there and you know there's dinosaurs. It's, it's, oh, it's dumb. Part of Dominion is so stupid as well. Like, it's a film that's supposed to be about dinosaurs and yet it's about giant killer locusts. Yeah, what? yeah. Yeah, oh, I've oh, seen oh. I've seen like things on it and stuff like that, but what? what I've, uh, it's about killer locusts. Like, can you name me the last brand new original film you saw in cinema? Oh, I'm gonna watch. Uh, Woman King. Okay. That Sorry, what are you gonna watch? I'm gonna watch Woman King eventually. If that counts. that's not, okay, um, historically um, um, historically correct, I wouldn't waste your time. I'm pretty sure it's me better than Black Panther, so that's what I'm banking on. I mean, regardless, I mean, but uh, what I'm trying to say is before obviously this, but what is the last original like film that was brand new? Didn't have a sequel, didn't have, you I know. Watched, I watched, um, what? Nope, I watched that. I watched, yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched um, The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. I like that. That was good. I I watched. Uh, I mean, this was back, this was pre-COVID when I last went to the cinema and saw like an wow. original original film. But like, because um, everything I've seen, like either during COVID at cinema or like you know after, has tended to be like franchise stuff that I've wanted to see. Um, but I went and saw like uh, like Wind River with uh jeremy renner and fucking what's her face elizabeth olsen in it it? okay uh that's that's the one that's set on like an indian reservation uh in like wyoming or something it's about the the murder of like a um like a an indian like tribal chief's like daughter and everything uh it's modern day like uh, but it kind of deals with like the cultural differences of like living on a reservation and like why they're even a thing that still exists and how crimes are kind of like ignored by like the state police and they have to have their own police force to do it and it, it was that was really good. What um, is that? Is that, um, is that Native American Indians you're talking about? Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I was listening to a podcast about them the other day and their their story is crazy how um yeah. anyone could from what from what i can if i'm justifying it if I'm, if I'm saying it right anybody can go on their land and basically like do what they want and as long as if they come off their ground they their the native american police are not allowed to arrest them and if, and if they do get yeah. caught they have to escort them off their land and make their police deal with it and if the if our police will say don't want to deal with it they can just walk free so you can go on yeah. any reservation ground commit a crime and that's it and because uh um yeah, a native is not allowed to yeah a native is not allowed to arrest any american citizen it is amazing they're only allowed to handle their own people like it's, it's really bad over there i don't know what they're doing but when you just listen to their story and everything that goes on around them it's really bad man like they're not having a good time i'll tell you that no, no, but like that that film was like genuinely amazing and that was like that that was a decent amount of time ago that that came out. That was probably like three and a half, four years ago or something. What's that film called? That was, 
Uh, Wind River. Wind River. I might, I might, I might have to watch that today to see. Like, if you like a really good like kind of like crime thriller, but like set in like almost like a modern like western environment, it's really yeah. good. But, no, like, but what, yeah, good. what I was trying to say was like that's the reason why. Like yeah, like films now are just like what I'm trying to say is with cinema and stuff like nothing is interesting anymore. It's either yeah, a sequel or no, 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 that's, that's rubbish. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. Man. So There's so many films that come out. I'm not saying I know all the films, but all you have to do is just go and watch any film. Go to cinema and watch any film you've never heard of. You'll find one that you like. We watch, we watch too much. Fra- we'll watch too much franchise shit. We watch. Where's washed? Our brains are washed. There's so many fucking good films. Don't don't oh, ever cool. say that again because you're hectic yeah. yourself. <laughs> no, 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 you, you misunderstood, you misunderstood what I'm trying to say, I'm not necessarily trying to say that there is no films out there, and there isn't that you can't go for, say, for example, but there's certain genres that people just don't enjoy, yeah. you're, you're, you're narrowing it down to, oh, I like every single genre, so I'll just go and watch every single film, I'm not going to watch a film with Julia Roberts and George Clooney, for example, uh, in a relationship man? about, Why? Uh, in a relationship about, no, 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 <laughs> no, but the thing is, yeah, it looks good to you because you may enjoy it, but I'm not going. No, I like the actors. I like the actors. Uh, no, but that's yeah, what I'm trying actors. to say. Roberts, There's not, I've got nothing wrong with the actors. I'm just saying the fact is the film itself will not entertain me. Like I said, yes, no, you, you went, went to watch Horizon, Nope. Man. You went to watch Nope because of obviously the previous films I gather, right? No, you know what? I didn't even like Get Out that much. I just thought, no, you but, know what? I'm tired of but, watching all this Marvel shit. I want to watch something different. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like I said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I said, you made that choice, but like I said, that doesn't change what cinema is, though. No, there's bare good films, man. That's very cynical of you to say that. No, I I don't believe it's very cynical. I just believe it's just the fact that you can say, yes, you can pick any film that you want to watch, but I mean, how many... He's gone. Oh, hello? Um, No. I my think his audio just out. He's still in the call. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. My wife does it to me all the time because my wife will say to me, "Oh, I'm I'm one because I only watch sci-fi and uh, normally um, anime." Yeah. But my wife, my wife always puts on a film, and I'll be like, "She'll be like, I'll oh, watch this and I'll watch it and I'll, I'll watch it all today." And she's she's fucking dropped to sleep, and I'll she's like, "Oh, how was it good?" And I'm like, "It's really good." And she's like, "You see, I put on a film yeah. for you and you watch it and you like it." But then don't yeah. get me wrong, I can't. I I don't even know the names of the film, <laughs> but I've watched all of it. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like. Sometimes I do, he's right. I think you do need to get yourself out of that box sometimes and go like like what you did, Dan, went to the cinema and just picked a film and think, no, Wind River, I'm going to watch it. Then you come out the cinema and you've learned more and you think, you know what, that was actually yeah. a good fucking film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, like I, was, I was trying, to, I was trying to, to prove to Retro, like it doesn't really even matter the genre because when you, when you get out of your comfort zone, you'd be surprised what you find. Of course. You'd I be mean, shocked. yeah. I mean, of course. I, I, no, I, I totally. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I keep forgetting when my phone goes <laughs> off, it kicks me out of the room. But um, yeah, you know what? I changed yeah. to the PC. I'm not getting kicked out anymore. Oh, I see. No, I'm just, I'm just watching my thingy now. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that it's not thingy. But I'm just saying along the lines of that, I feel as if original film should be advertised more. I feel as if there, there is. But the, the, the reason is they're not advertised because. I don't want to be like get personal. But people like you don't want to watch like it because me. they're not fucking relate related to X, Y, and Z. 
So like, like how me. are they going to get off the ground? Yeah, because you was like, oh, well, when's the last time you saw a franchise film? I don't want to watch another genre. I'm like, all right. Listen, I'm, I'm people the one like that, you. Like you said, I quotation don't watch franchise marks. films. Right. I just like to point out, I don't really watch franchise films. If you want to try and dig a hole for me, I don't watch franchise films very often. I usually watch it with other people. So I tend to broad my horizons far more. I usually watch other films outside of these franchises that everybody speaks on. Hence why I say, oh, I haven't seen Star Wars. Oh, I haven't really seen the Marvel films. Oh, I haven't really seen um, these particular films. Oh, I haven't really seen The Lord of the Rings. Oh, I haven't really seen... I, I mean, I can continue. But the point I'm trying to make is that at the end of the day, films that, are, that like you said, that you should go, they should be advertised as much. This is the thing. I'm not trying to point fingers and make out as if people are lazy. I'm trying to explain that they should have the they same. They are lazy. We are lazy. I'm gonna put myself in that lazy uh, I'm still well, watching. I'm I'm watching well. I swore. I swore to myself after Infinity War, but yeah. Endgame. Sorry, I was gonna stop this shit. I'm still and here watching. And the thing is, I'm not. That's the problem. I haven't watched them since. And the thing is, I never watch any of them in cinema. Don't lie. Don't lie. You watch Shield, hoping that it was gonna be good. I no, actually, I watched She-Hulk with my missus. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> I didn't actually watch it. I don't own Disney Plus. I don't own any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't own Disney Plus? No, nope, I don't own it. I don't own Neither do I. I don't own Netflix. The only reason why I watch these 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 franchise things is because I watch them with someone. I try to explain. Disney Plus that, is but, amazing, you know, though. Disney Plus is Disney Plus will take over Netflix eventually. You do know that, right? Man, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to people believe that. You I'm, know, I'm not some franchise all that shit. It's who just watches franchises all the time, yeah. and then no, 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 you're like me because I, I, I watch a lot of franchises. I watch a lot of franchises, and I do see to myself that I do get bored because I'm waiting for the next franchise show to come out. But I have opened myself to like some other films but then I just don't like to be disappointed so when a franchise yeah. film does make me disappointed and I'm... I watch something that's not franchise and I watch it and it's disappointing I'm like this is why I don't watch non-franchise shit because I watch stuff like oh it's not what do you say to me what the other day oh it, it's not trans it's not transformers it's transmorphers and I'm like I can't do it I can't watch transmorphers mate I can't I'm trying to like yeah no, that's a bit too far I mean them I'm actually looking at Stuff. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking like at said, stuff yeah, no. I've watched that's like non-franchise recently, yeah. and there's surprise a surprising amount of stuff like, uh, I've I've noticed that's that's on here that I I actually like really enjoyed. I don't know don't know if you saw it. It came out this year. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. No, like, never. Oh yeah, it. that's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's Nicolas the the Nicolas Cage kind of like it, it's the. Um, Takes the piss out of himself. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the parody oh, thing yeah. of him being a yeah, washed yeah. up actor, and Pedro Pascal is like this dodgy drug dealer who has his own island. How's and... his hairline? How's his hairline? Has he got it back? <laughs> or is it, has he been Turkey yet, or is he still fading back? <laughs> I mean, he's he's only getting older, mate. So you be <laughs> Nicholas Cage is only getting older, but he always looks exactly the same. That's the problem. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've actually watched two Nicholas Cage films recently. I watched that one, which was fucking brilliant. It's so funny. Um, and I watched uh, Pig, the indie film he did. Uh, oh yeah, year, yeah. Which was yeah. really good. Like, like and I mean, some of his indie films are good. I mean, yeah. Um, they're, they're good was in the good as sense. well. They're good right. in the cheesy sense. Like, what's the one that he done? The uh, kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff one. Oh yeah, 
um, something the real like something. flock horror thing. I think you know. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. I believe that. I think that him and Bruce Willis are trying to go through B movies as much as they can because every time I go on like Cinema HD, all I see is Nicolas yeah, Cage. Willis, isn't it? And Bruce yeah, Willis films, and I try, I try, I'm thinking, how have they even got the time you to make Bruce all these films? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, There's a reason why Bruce Willis is taking them films. Why? Yeah. Because he has a mental mm-hmm. health thing, like his yeah, brain he's, is yeah, he's gonna die soon. So he's, he's, trying, he's trying to get, he's trying to well, get the money he's, before he's he basically goes. he's losing, he's losing the ability to kind of like, uh, to it's a form of dementia. So like he's basically losing the ability to read and memorize lines and stuff. Um, so that's why he took on a lot of like, uh, cheap and easy films where like they could kind of casually hide an earpiece in his ear and they could feed lines to him. And he didn't have to be in these massive blockbusters on a huge screen where everyone would kind of notice if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Uh, I've been shocked that he hasn't been on it. He's he's down in the... uh, He's he's gone past his Hollywood days now, man. He might star in like one or two films every like 10 years, five years or something, but... With Nick Cage, I think it's different though because he's still an extremely talented actor who, who basically, by his own admission, had to take a load of shit films to pay off all of his debts. Yeah. You know, the man spent $70 million on his own T-Rex skull. Like, like, like he, was, he was ridiculous, right? He was and by his own admission, he was an idiot with money. Yes. And now he's now he's paid it all off. Basically, what he's doing after that, spout, that bout of like really shit B-movies is he's doing smaller movies and occasionally the bigger one but like he's doing like indie dramas or small comedies and stuff just stuff that he's interested in he doesn't really care about making mega money anymore because he knows that if he starts making mega money again he's just going to get more temptation so he's like he's choosing more carefully but i think that works for him because it's like i I believe he's one of the king like king of the b movies now because he's one of the king of the b movies I mean, yeah. Him and Steven, yeah, him, yeah, him, Bruce and Steven Seagal. I knew you Steven Seagal, but that's Steven like isn't, he's never movie, been the king dude, of anything. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's never been the king of anything, Steven Seagal. I can't yeah. stand the man. Like... He's the king of Aikido. We on about? Oh, no, his, come on. Honestly, his his fight scenes in some of his later films is just hilarious. He's well, just it's like fine, a man waddling around, making people fall over by like poking them. Like it's was... it's so bad. Like, There's one fight scene where he doesn't even get out of the chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just swinging his arms while this guy's right. trying to fight him in a chair. It's like, are you yeah. for real? He's a grandmaster. Yeah. I don't know. he done a film with Mike Tyson, yeah? Oh, he's yeah. Done a film was... with Mike... They weren't even in the same film. Like, they, yeah. had, to, they had to CGI him in to the film yeah. because he couldn't keep up with Mike Tyson. Yeah. Right? And there's also a clause in all of um, there's a legal clause in all of the uh, the, the basic the the, the the Seagal movies that he can never lose a fight as well. Never lose a fight yeah. has to be strippers. Yeah. Never lose a fight has to be in a strip club, and the majority of the film what? has to sit down. That doesn't make any sense. Most of these films are the strip yeah. One is more of a joke, but like every film is in a strip club. So that must be part just, of yeah, movie. I think he ends up in a strip club because yeah. it, it's always it's like it's the right lighting and the right kind of scumbags that he can yeah, kind yeah. of get away with like an easy 
the kind of choreographed fight scene yeah. in like a dark room where they can hide all of his shittiness, you yeah. know? And like, the woman he like, must go out with must be half his age. Yeah. Right. But like when what? you watch some of the some of the, the actual like choreographed quote unquote fight scenes and like the better lit stuff, it's so bad. Like I'll be honest with you, he's I think he is the reason why UFC got their push so bad. Because I remember people were trying to look like like look at him and they'd be like, Oh, like fake Kung Fu and he was like the go to person and people just watching just laughing their ass off. So yeah. mate, he's got popularity and the UFC has got much more popularity because literally because of him doing all that Aikido shit, the, mate. And the cheek of it, he went on UFC and, and was like, Yeah, I taught this man this fun kick. Are you for real? Yeah. Like, he I can't even lift him. his I, leg higher exactly. than his knee. Like, like, I forgot who said it. He's like, who is he kicking babies? <laughs> what is this? Man can't lift his like, leg. For it's, real. It's like there, there are actors that are like 10 years older than him that are like a hundred million times his talent in terms of like martial arts choreography. I mean, Jackie and Chan comes like, to mind. I mean, Donnie uh, yeah, probably is the, 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 the problem with Jackie Chan is entirely different, which I will go into in a little bit, but like Jet Li, who obviously doesn't take as many films anymore because he just doesn't yeah. want to. He doesn't need to. Have like, you seen how he looks now, though? He looks like one of them old monks now, bro. He looks popular, yeah, yeah. But like, like that, that guy is monk. like ridiculous natural talent, like a child 100%. prodigy and everything. Like, and he could, you know, he can actually do that. Oh, I'm going to sit down in a chair and beat you while sitting down. And it looks like, good, he yeah. Pull that off, <laughs> right? Because he's actually talented. Steven Seagal looks like he's going to break the chair, fucking fall through it, and make a crater in the floor, right? <laughs> Before he actually hits anyone, right? Right? It's, it's he, listen. It's this guy, the guy. I tell you another thing. The guy is so bad, right? When he speaks lines, they have to redub him with another yeah. actor. Why? Because he mumbles. He, mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> he cannot speak. If you if you look online at any of these films, nine times out of ten, they will be redubbed by someone else entirely. That doesn't even sound like Seagal. But the problem is, what they'll do in the film is that some bits will be dubbed, some bits won't. So you have Seagal on this bit, like even in the same conversation, Seagal will be talking on the phone, and then when it goes to the guy who's on the phone talking to him. They'll have a different voice coming through the phone. Yeah. That's how bad Seagal is. Yeah, he, he is, is like the, the factory farm of bad martial arts films, basically. It's like, how can we make it as fast and as cheaply as possible? Just make me not look shit and I can get paid at the end of it. Like, it's, it's really bad. But the, like, <laughs> like there's, uh, there's, a, there's an excellent kind of like a uh, YouTube series that like red letter media i think does uh called uh um caravan of garbage and it's basically just like where they do like really bad films and they'll have themes like they have like they actually did one on bruce willis and then had to like take it back because he went public with his health issues and shit but like they did they did an entire like free parter on steven seagal films and it's like the good, the bad, and the racist. Like, like, I, I, what is it, like, the racist guy? ones are actually when it was like prime era, like old Seagal. Like, what one you you guys have to watch? Like, uh, with like, I watched that guy. They're funny. Like, you should, you should always, all of you, right, as 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 men of Caribbean backgrounds, right, yeah. should watch Mark for Death. 
You see in a black household, you see in a black household, every mum had Steven Seagal. He was our uh, go to every mum. I know my mum has it on video. I know yeah, my me too, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 um, Dan, it's so bad. One Christmas, no, I remember one one day, James goes to me, I bought you this, and it was marked for death. And I was so yeah. happy to have it on DVD. <laughs> you know, I oh, yeah, I bought it for you, didn't I? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that, was, that, that, was so blood, that was a that was a Caribbean blood moment. There, that was like yeah, yeah. We're yeah. friends. We love Dan. We that, love Mark for this. Don't fuck that, about. We love Mark. It's but it's so it's so like yeah. It's like completely like unashamedly like stereotyping everything like oh, everyone's 100%. like a drug I know but riddle, yeah but yeah but yeah, crazy, yeah but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but we love that nothing. film yeah but we love that film right. we love it it's oh, I could watch that I could watch that probably once a month and just laugh and cry because of everybody. the way the Rastafarians are in the show they are funny yeah. bro it is and the way they the way they talk about that like, kick his little blood club oh, bro yeah. it's yeah. it's Funny. That whole show is a fun one. Oh, it's funny. It's the guys in the jewelry the shop. Oh, that is one of the best scenes in the film in the jewelry shop with the guys. And the guy goes just trying to stab him and he goes, Uno Rasta! <laughs> that was back when uh, his fight choreography was actually pretty decent yes. as well. That was one but... of the most gory when we rock people's arm. Yeah, yeah, but the funny thing about oh, that, though, do you, know, but, yeah, but do you know why, though? I'll be honest with you. You see, with the black community and Steven Seagal, that's why I think that he, I think he's been able to last for so long because after he made Mark for Death, mate, there's nothing in the black community he could have done wrong. He used to go to Jamaica a lot, <laughs> like a lot. They love. If he went right now, he could live there for free. They love Steven Seagal. I mean, look, look up online. He's got I, a I don't mean to make a stereotype of my own, but he like, you know, it, 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 he's like. It, yeah, if if he spent if he spent a lot of time in Jamaica, like you can like, you can definitely tell he's he's partook in you know a certain amount of things that have fucked with his brain a bit. Like, <laughs> like, Bro, like I said, look, I promise you now. Look online. Man's got a dance hall album. Yeah, yeah, he's got a dance hall album, guys. Yeah, he's got a dance hall album. He's serious. Yeah, he's got a dance hall album. Yeah. I know, I know he, I know he's a musician. He does like blues and stuff like he's that. Got a dance hall album, bro. Dance hall album, bro. That's how much the Caribbean loved him when he was doing when he did Mark for Death. Wow, okay. You don't understand how that big Mark for Death was. Man's branching out. Like my mom had, my, my mom had Out for Justice and Nico on the same VHS. Yeah, the double, the, double, double <laughs> the video double, thing. Yeah, the double bill, old school, back Watch to the back. Film, reels. Fast forward for yeah. like five minutes, and then you start yeah. next film. Yeah, man. Yeah, and you start Nico, man. I, I yeah, remember man. watching that film back to back. I used to love Steven Seagal. It's only when I started to realize because my friend was like to me, oh, I can be Steven Seagal. Like, you're in your play fine. And my boy was like to me, oh, I'm going to be it, man. I was like, who the fuck? And my boy beat me up. And I'm thinking, why is it my Aikido working? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> magic Aikido powers where I wave at them and they fall over. They don't work the anymore. Like, Listen, Seagal's, to, so Seagal's career would have ended you? if someone just pulled the trigger. The whole entire thing. Seagal villains are kind of like the the stormtroopers of yeah. uh, of martial arts films, yeah. aren't but they? But even when they've got they a gun to him, they like they let him walk up to him, like, yeah, let me walk up. Yeah. Shoot the man. Shoot the man. <laughs> Every single film, they've either got a knife, a bat, or they've got a gun that don't fire. 
No, you know my favorite, my favorite, my favorite um, Steven Seagal move. I don't know what it is. He used to, like, if you're walking towards him, he would hold you. Say he would stand in front of you, hold you by your left hand, bring you inwards, and he would close line you to the floor with his right. Oh, uh, yeah, he used to yeah, 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 yeah. everyone. Or oh, he used to, he used to hold you, hold your left hand, spin your arm right, and throw you to the floor, and yeah, yeah, knock yeah, the next guy it. down. I used to love that, but watching him do it now with that fat belly, it just doesn't no, work. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I, see, see, I forgot which one it is what film it is but one of his best lines is, is when he's leaving the club and a guy tries to give him um, some wise words and he goes oh yeah you better check that you better um, check that uh, bruise out and the guy goes what kapow <laughs> and he just parks him <laughs> just lays him flat and then when he gets back up he just goes Patunk! and he hits his head on the pole cracks me yeah. up it's a goal Bro. always cracks me up when he beats them people legend, up with the, uh, the ball cues has anyone seen Pabu Lubo? Does anyone see Pablo Lubo? Cracks me up. Ah. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you though, because even, even though I went even even when I went to um I went when I went to Jamaica a couple of months ago, my 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 uncle, the amount of Kung Fu films he had, and even my nan, every night I would go, every night I'll be there, she'd be watching Chuck Norris Texas Ranger. I'm like, Nan, do we have to keep oh, watching? She's like, you know, she texts me, you don't know Kung Fu, that's why you don't watch it. Yeah. I'm like, Nan. This is not Kung Fu. It is, is true. Nan, my is. nan thought that Chuck Norris was the highest of highest of Kung Fu martial arts, mate. He's like she, the she, white she, she, she Of course he is. Yeah, but she, like, I mean, at the end of the day, is though. Like, even when I was young and like, well, my, I looked in my mum's like video cabinet. She had like Kung Fu films that were like the eight palm fist of the dragon. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Never, you know, these films that you've never heard of in your life. Like, oh. The, the the, drunken, yeah, the old you know, Shaw Brothers films. Yeah, and do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The brilliant. five phoenix fist and, you know, yeah. like, you know, tiger versus snake. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's imagine, yeah, but imagine, yeah, but imagine, yeah, but imagine it's though though now, you know, if we had kept those, they would be not valuable. But we told like that the person that knows, and we told them, oh, we had like say Snake and Monkey Shadow. They'd be like, what? Like original VHS? People will be happy that we have these films because like, we didn't know the value of them now because they can't like go on Amazon and try to watch. I tried to watch uh, Blade the other day, like Blade One mm. and Two. I can't yeah, find it yeah. anywhere. It's not oh. on Disney, it's not on Amazon, it's not on anywhere. Then I tried to watch like Snake and Monkey Shadow. Even tried to find try to find a Bruce Lee film on Amazon. You have to pay for them. And you're like, what's going yeah. on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even like Rocky, they've only they've, you know, they just put Rocky out. They just put um uh they just released all the uh what is it called? The Bond films as well. A couple yeah. of months ago, these films you couldn't find. And I'm just like all these films were golden. All these films are being ripped off and they're being remade and it's made. The studios holding the rights, though. Like yeah. they basically they ha- they wait until they can like negotiate a kind of lucrative deal with a streaming service and then they release them all at once. That's why yeah. we got all of the Bond films at once because MGM wanted a certain amount of money and they were like, right, you've got to wait, you know, like six months until. Um, the video release of uh, No Time to Die comes out, and then we'll put everything on all at once. But you have to pay like a set chunk of money, so it's really, it's like it's pretty deliberate. And particularly when it comes to finding like the the old kung fu films and everything, the rights are like all over the place for like the Shaw Brothers films and stuff like the really old um, stuff like uh, um, the the old Gordon Liu films. Like the most famous of the Shaw Brothers films are the. Gordon I know, but, but, but imagine so. But they don't even have yeah. Yeah. Donnie Yen, like Donnie Yen films, like The Monkey King. Try to find like you can find Monkey King. Like, okay, I was trying to find the Monkey King in CEX, and I I typed yeah. it in. 
nowhere's got it. It's like everyone is holding on to their copy. Then try to find like the Monkey King two or three. You can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, what is going on? These movies are popular in Japan. Like these films are winning like their their versions of the Oscars. They're winning yeah. awards over there, but in the West, we can't find these films. Yeah. It's like it's, it's amazing. International distribution rights as well are like mm. super fucking weird and how China refreshes trademarks on those stuff. It's it's, it's beyond bizarre. It's like you say, like I actually went on to Amazon and tried to find uh like the uh Once Upon a Time in China series, yeah. you know, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like one, two, and three. Impossible. Like, yeah. it's. I'm so glad that I've actually got the original DVD box set because I was just like, I wonder how many of these are just casually available on streaming services or whatever. Because yeah, no, no. I don't yeah. want to have to dig out DVDs. The quality isn't great anymore. You know. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, right. but I know what though, but they do have a, um they do I remember me and um, Retro we did find a HMV in the Shoreditch Westfield. They do have an HMV in there. It's not a big one, but it's like you could probably go in there and try to find like if you go to like World Cinema, you could probably yeah. go yeah, like we could um... uh, I actually found a place. Uh, I was in Camden yesterday uh with family. Um yeah. I went into like uh, Camden Market and there's a really cool place that specializes in like old school comic books and movies and records and everything. It's just like this three story thing with like two basements just full of like crazy shit. And they actually have like um, imported Chinese Blu rays um, of like all of the like the remastered uh, classic kung fu films and everything. Uh, as well as like the original releases like it, it's like crazy i could have spent like like four hours in there alone but i knew i just spent so much money <laughs> i was just like okay like, i've got to get out of here but yeah it's it's really hard to find that stuff now it's kind of sad it is though really. it's who it is it's, it's like i said it's yeah. even for like old animes for example even then, yeah. like like i've got most of them on dvd don't get me wrong but i would love to have them on blu-ray Eddie yeah. Police and Genocyber and you know Cyber yeah. City and you know I'll just love like Violent Jack and you know all them kind of ones I'll just love to have them even like Fist and North Star for example yeah, I yeah. Get I, that I, in this country. I really so, I mean, really so, want yeah, the, the Fist and the North Star like no you know yeah you, you, you say that I want if you if you go on my Amazon um, list for my Amazon it has like Fist and the North Star um monkey magic it has all these things but i'm not willing to pay like a hundred pounds yeah. for a blu-ray and the thing I mean? is everything's region locked in this country yeah, like, yeah. your, your yeah. blu-ray on your console is region locked so you can't even yeah. buy them from other countries that's what annoys yeah. me i would like there's loads of like oh we've got this we've got that on blu-ray in america or we've got it in germany or something but i'm like even if i buy it how do i know it's not going to work like I've wasted yeah. all that money to buy it for it not to work. Ultimately, that's why I still think you know, like that. That's why piracy is still a thing. It's not for lack of choice or anything of like that. There's, there's lots of choice, uh, but it's it's not even through price because, like, realistically, like at streaming services are are relatively cheap. For me, it's more the reason why I don't subscribe to a lot of them is that there's I don't want to have. Oh yeah, there's too many. Yeah. I don't want to have 16 different accounts and pay for loads of different things, right? You know, if I like, if the only way for me to, you know, get a particular piece of content is to subscribe to yet another bloody service, 
I'm sorry, these people make enough fucking money. I'm just gonna go. Do you know how long it took me to realize Paramount wasn't Disney Plus? I was so confused. What's that? What's that? No, it took me ages to realize Paramount was its own thing. What's yeah, Paramount Plus? Paramount. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Funny enough, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Look, I don't mind streaming services. It's, by, yes, it's a Viacom company. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind. Netflix, Disney, you know, like, I don't mind. They are, like, the shareholders of thingies. But then when you've got, like, it's starting to go, like, oh, Paramount now have their own. Then Columbia, are they going to get their own? Yeah. Then TriStar, yeah. are they going to get their own? Yeah. So then it's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, so you're just going to separate. So, like, say, for example, that you've got, like, a, trilogy of three films but they're all done by different studios i have to go mm. watch i have to buy three different streaming services to watch a trilogy are you crazy yeah yeah but you, you know, know what, what it mean? is though i'll be honest with you you know what it is though because netflix owned that market i think they were i think these a lot of these companies were tired of having to not even pay like don't get me wrong netflix can pay people to um Netflix can go to Paramount, oh yeah, can I have all your movies for like 20 million? They're going fine. But then when you really do the calculations, everyone is paying Netflix £10 a month to watch a Paramount film. So they decided, you know what? Yeah. Let me make we my own streaming service. And yeah, and then I realised something though, because I was telling my missus the other day, Netflix will fail because when I saw Paramount make their own streaming service, I was thinking, that's funny. And I realised the next two years, all the Paramount shows will go. I don't know if you realise... Um, um, what's it called? What's that show? Um, uh, the Star, the Star Trek one is now on Paramount, but that was a Netflix oh, Star Trek show. Discovery. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was a Netflix show that they took that off, and all these mm. shows are coming off. And then I realized I was saying to her, Netflix is going to fail because what Netflix film have you actually sat there watched once and then gone, oh, I'm going to watch that again? You only really watch Netflix shows once, and then that's it. You don't really watch them over and over and over again. It's only the old films you do that, but the new ones, Netflix films are kind of like one and done. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like, mm, I watched it once. Okay, it's done. It's, it's finished now. Or can you guys even name me an original Netflix film right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Extraction. No. I watched that yeah. one. With Everyone goes to Extraction. Movie. Everyone does that. Though. Everyone goes to Extraction. You've got Extraction. Everyone Honestly, goes. yeah, you've got a few. But no, my only issue is with this is that it's, it's gonna get to the point where you won't be able to buy any buy anything anymore. Yes, yeah. yes, the, yes. You Netflix won't be able to. That. Yeah, Netflix do it now, but then when all the other companies start doing it, you won't be able to buy anything. And I, I know, obviously, buying stuff is is materialistic. It, it's pointless, but some people do. Some people physical Yeah, physical Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, like at the end of the day, because that will. Eventually, that service will end. And then when I know, but I've realised, James. Ends, you know what? No, I remember me yeah, and me and you were having this conversation the other day. Remember that we couldn't remember. I remember we were searching for certain things we couldn't buy it. And then I went to, I was speaking to a friend, and he was like to me, "Oh no, in if it's banned, if the show is banned normally in different countries, they they normally come out on DVD in that country, so they don't think it. So I think it's like, yeah, but then it's still region locked in our country. And they're yeah. like, well." You guys yeah. are paying for Netflix, so expect that. But then I'm like, suppose my net, suppose my internet is down. They're like, well, that's where your country is pushing. Your country is pushing streaming service, so you don't basically, so you don't want the DVDs. But that book, but like you said, you want hard copies. But unfortunately, because people, because Netflix is so rich, they don't have to give us hard copies at all. They can just 
this, he just give but us that's, the problem. that's what will happen to everything because they look yeah. at it like this instead of me paying 10 pounds for them to buy a, a well 15 pounds to buy a blu-ray for example i can get 15 pounds from them every month to watch that film or to watch there's always going to be collectors man they still make vinyls for christ yeah yeah that's, that's, that's what, I, what i was about to say were I'll, I'll chime in very briefly on this i don't think physical media is going to completely disappear there's always going to be a market for it what's going to happen with it is something similar to how the music market is changed where like vinyl and stuff like that it becomes a, a collector's item and you but you buy it and you get you know uh, uh unique artwork and extras and uh, and stuff like that you know we've seen that with you know how they've changed like the blu-ray and the steelbook market and stuff like that and you get all of the the extras like you're you're not going to be able to get that in the digital copy um the digital copy is going to be your convenience copy that is is good to have you know in a pinch and everything but you know if you want like the um if you want the hard copy the the one you're going to get it's it's going to be a collector's market essentially uh, do you know what i missed when i when i was a young kid i used to watch for well, every, every film i had i used to watch the dvd extras all the time behind oh, the scenes I, the whole thing. I don't yeah. i don't i, I don't see that anymore too. because everything really everything's online it's all streaming and especially on disney plus you pay all this money and they don't cover no bonuses whatsoever I know, I know it'd be a great idea for me to buy all these Blu-rays, but realistically, I ain't got the book space. I don't want to have too much clutter. But that's just yeah, something from the, from the old Absolutely the old same for me. Like, I, I go into games very briefly. Like, I don't think I've bought a single physical copy of a game for the past four, maybe five years. Me, it depends like, on the game. Wow. I mean, I, that's that's the thing is, I'm mostly on PC now, right? And PC has moved completely away from physical media. Like everything is on Steam, or whatever. Mm. Like, uh, and like that's that's the way the PC market was always going, right? It's different on console. I understand why people want to have physical media on console, especially because, like, you know, a console is something that ultimately, you know. It's mobile. You can pick it up. You can move it. You can take it places where you maybe don't have an internet connection or something, and you want to play stuff offline. You know, and you don't you don't want to be have your access restricted to digital games, which are tied behind a license that needs requires you to connect to a server to get it right. Like for example, PlayStation Plus games, right? Like if you've downloaded um, a PlayStation Plus game. Um, you know, you technically you don't own it, you own the license to the game or whatever, right? Uh, on your account, um, which is the same as if you buy a you know a physical disc, only that the physical disc you know actually runs the media off the the disc itself, or it re- uses the the disc as a key um, to read the install. The difference with the, a totally digital copy, uh, um, not a totally digital. Co- copy like a total one that's tied to like a specific service is that if you take your playstation on like a camping trip right and you've got it hooked up to like a generator along with like everything else you know and uh, people do this people in fucking mobile homes and stuff you know they have like a telly and with them right at like 
you know, if you try it, unless you have an internet connection out there, you try and play a PlayStation Plus digital game that like you got for free on your account through the monthly subscription, it won't work, right? If you're sounds not connected like, to the internet. It sounds like to me, mate, you're shitting on PlayStation a little bit, mate. It sounds like you yeah, I mean, like, it's the same, it's the same with fucking, you know, uh, Xbox Game Pass games. You mm. know, like if you've got it for free through Game Pass and everything, like, it has to connect to your online account to verify your license to Why play. Why don't they get game. a fucking BT home hub and put that on the generator? Believe it or not, believe it or not, Joe, people actually do that. Like, <laughs> enough, I tested it. I tested it actually. You know, you know, if you um, have a PlayStation Plus game, right? If yeah. you choose to turn your PlayStation offline, mm. right, and just play with no internet connected. It comes up and says, in five minutes, if you do not reconnect to the internet, it will close the game down. Yeah. Wow. Because I did it with my son. That's the only reason why I found out. Yeah. Because I did it with my son, because obviously he's only, he's very young and I don't want him to, you know, be online and stuff like that. But yeah, when I did that, it came up and said, yeah, if you don't turn it back on, we'll lock this game off until you log back online. Yeah, but then can't so you, you can't, even, even, can't you set it? Can't you set the parental parental controls? Yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, no, no, of course. Oh no, no, of course you can. Like I said, you don't have to. But the fact of the matter is, like, it's just like you know, say for example, I don't have his thing hooked up to online in general. He doesn't have like mm. an online PlayStation Plus or anything at all. Mm. But if he plays something that's on my console. It, it will come up and say, it will come up and say, yeah, no, you can, you can't do it. You're not allowed. Yeah. It, it gives you five minutes and then it will say, we will turn this game off. You have to connect online. So even if you download it and you pay membership, you still have to be online to play it. You yeah. physically cannot play it without being I online. Think it's, I think it's less, I mean, it's, it, it's still an issue for a lot of people, which is why I still think One regardless, second, you know, like hard copies are always going to be around you know they're just going to be more collective items like i said but and there's always going to be releases for it but we're seeing less and less of it now because ultimately like it's it's taken time to get there but like internet like infrastructure and just the idea of like having mobile internet right you know if you've got unlimited an unlimited data plan on your phone which a lot of people do have now right you know um, you can just use your phone as a fucking hotspot and run your PlayStation off that. That, that <laughs> gives you work. a good enough... I tried it. No, listen, enough... listen, 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 listen. I tried to play Marvel's Avengers. I lived by myself. I was too cheap. I didn't want to pay for internet, innit? I was paying £900 a month for a fucking studio fight in Catford, by the way. And oh I was like, you know what? Forget, forget about it. Forget about it, innit? And I tried to hot, hotspot my phone to the PlayStation and it just doesn't work. Hang on a second. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second, you prick. Is that why really? when we were playing Marvel's Avengers? Is that why you kept getting kicked out? Maybe. No, the game oh, sucks, bro. James, James, yeah. James, are you hearing this shit? Way <laughs> James, are no, you hearing this, this shit now? I've been criminated now. Retro, where is Retro? I don't know. Hang on. Are you trying to tell me, mate, all those missions that we were doing with you and you would just no. leave sometimes? We thought, oh, it's just his internet, whatever. And no, now no, I understand. No, no, no. You were hot. Spot, I never right? played online. I never played online with my phone. It wouldn't even allow me to play online. Uh, I remember. Oh, forget, oh, no, I remember something you were saying. That, that game was shit. That game was. What, so what shit. I what I meant I by my like um, 
my thing yeah. about like how you can use your like your phone as a hotspot to in connect. Theory. Like, in theory, yeah, right. Like, and like what you can like it, the thing is, right? If you you've got a good enough connection to connect to like it'll connect to PlayStation Network, but playing online will be garbage, right? That's the thing. Yeah. But all you need to do is connect to PSN for it to verify the license for your digital games. So you can yeah. still theoretically play, you know, like say you've got a PlayStation Plus game like fucking, you know, the new Ratchet and Clank or whatever, right? They've probably put that on PlayStation Plus now, you know, for subscribers and everything. No. Right? If, well, oh, regardless, right? It's just an example. Yeah. If you've got that on like a single player game through a subscription service, right? But you don't actually own the physical copy of the game. You know, you just got it through the subscription, right? It needs to verify the license in order for you to be able to play it anyway, even if you've got it installed. You, Even with mobile internet now, you've got enough of a connection usually to just hotspot so that you can, like, connect to PlayStation Network. Yeah, like actually playing multiplayer or co-op online will be garbage but if you want to just connect and get access to your games you can do that right okay. right actually playing without lag is an entirely different thing you know like but guys listen though i'll be honest with you i i, I need to go but it's been fucking wicked talking yeah. to you guys it feels like we just it feels like we've had a fucking phone conversation for two hours and 19 minutes yeah <laughs> Steven Seagal, oh, man. Guys, Steven Seagal um, and Star Wars, they get us wild up. Yeah. Do you mind... One second, though. Do you guys mind if we do this, like, once a fucking month, like, just to try to keep this going on? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't mind. Fine, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy to. Obviously, like, you know, I'll, I'll have to let you know if it's, like, a busy day for me, but usually on, like, weekends and stuff, I'll be be relatively yeah, I'm okay. Free. I'm free normally, like, Friday afternoon, Saturday, or, like, whatever, Sunday, if I'm not doing something with my missus. Yeah. But I think we should try and do this once a month. Even even try to keep it. I just shoot the breeze and just let these people, let the people, let my listeners know that we're fucking normal a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to try question. and be more social in general because I like, in general, like I say, you know, I've been I've been working a lot more recently. But the good thing is I'm actually kind of like on the cusp of actually earning decent money now and everything. Yeah, so that's good, man. I can actually I can actually do stuff, and I may have like. I just had an interview for a pretty cool new job and if i get it like i'll be pretty pleased so i'll be able That's to good. like travel and do stuff and just be more active in general it's like you know if if we want to go out for a drink and we've all got time off it's like it won't be a problem you know like yeah, that sort of. i'm cool with that man i'm cool with that yeah. But, um yeah man it's just yeah i think what i'll do is i'll try and contact you like guys like once a month if you guys are free if you're free you're free I've only got two of you and then I'll get with the two of you if one's busy but then we'll probably get each other on I'll probably try to get you on as much more as I can because once a month I just do it and it's what I think will be just just to generalise on different topics and like what we've done you know what I mean so I think it's a good a good way to just keep us everybody up to date about what's going on you know and our views of shit that's going on around the world you know what I mean mm, yeah yeah cool cool well guys I'd like to say thank you man this it's, it's been brilliant yeah, yeah pleasure. Not gonna, so are you not gonna let us do our own outros? Yeah, yeah, let's do the sign off. Go on, man. Fucking hell. Go on. Who's first, mate? Go on. Dad, Dad, go on. No, no, no. I insist. <laughs> all right yeah, yeah okay you insist right i did the fucking intro as well yeah, man. See, Come see. On. It's giving me too much power here like 
that like I mean I'm just doing my own outro. You guys do your own, but like oh no no yeah. you can't do that. What do you mean? No, you got you, no. I'm joking. Go on. No, I've got to plug my <laughs> socials, man. You got your own ones. You can fucking plug. I can't do it for you twice in one show. Like 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 anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm Dan. I'm a, a video editor. Um, I work with like a couple of different people in uh, the fighting game community. I you know run uh, youtube channels for like infectious i've done it for like uh, tyrant and pax before um yep some new jobs coming up i uh, may have uh may have some work down the line you know possibly with uh, with king j and smug and everything so that's that's gonna be fun uh some some interesting things come ahead uh but yeah for my current work uh if you you know want to have a look at what i'm doing and like enjoy some fighting games uh youtube.com uh search for infectious dc you can find my latest videos for him there uh covering street fighter there's going to be more street fighter 6 coming soon to that channel I'm, I'm still in the middle of going through loads of footage and everything and coming up with video ideas for that um so at the minute we've basically been covering street fighter league uh Aside from that, yeah, I'm on Twitter uh, at Mr. Daniel Sang. I don't really have an Instagram because I'm not pretty enough yet. Um, but like, uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, thanks for listening and putting up with my bullshit for two and a half hours. Um, I'm, 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 gl- I'm glad that uh, that people tolerate it enough for me to be a repeat guest on here. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's me. Yeah, cheers. Peace. Zeus? Yo, uh, whatever socials, I don't really care. But I just wanted to say before before I left off, I wanted to close off and t- tell you, Hope, I want to end the show when I'm done, yeah? Okay? Yeah, but what about Brian then? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so, but this is your I show. They know, wait, they know. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's irrelevant. No, no, listen, no, because I've got something to say. That's why. I've got something to say. Go on, then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so um, if people don't know, I have joined a good pods community. And I would like to say that my Twitter page and I have done some interviews with a lot of people for um, a lot of people in America. I've got like um, more um, more listeners and more people that I can interview. I've, I've reached out to more people just by asking more people. So I say thank you to the new subscribers. Thank you to the more Twitter followers I've got because I, I used to have seven. And it was not a big thing for people. For me, having 167 now from like, what, two weeks ago, I've gone up so much. That's from a this big job. Yeah, like from, from, yeah. Yeah, from <laughs> meeting people to having this season and i think now i found my niche i know what i'm doing so um this this uh, this episode here will be the end of season three part one and then we will go into season three part later on in the year that's all i say thank you and that's it now go on i can end it right after you've done your bit go on mate jesus i just want to say uh unlucky retro 